Season's greetings, friends, and welcome to yet another festive fake nerd podcast holiday annual, where we are once again in the same location, finally, uh, to record this festive, festive moment. We are here for our holiday annual of 2022. I am, of course, Sparks Witty, taking us on this holiday venture with Brandon T. McClure. Hello, I'm here as well. And our wonderful friend, Ryan Eliopoulos. Ho, 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 indeed. And, of course, Ben Magnet. It wouldn't be the holidays without him. This place looks different. Why yes. is it different? We, uh, who, who are you? Our Minecraft, are you? Our Minecraft house got upgraded. We, yeah, are in, <laughs> we are in Sparks's new home. Yes. Future recording place of many a fake nerd podcast. But a very, very temporary location yes. at this current yeah. juncture within the house. <laughs> it's like in the, in the house, yes. The area in the house, not so much. We are still, yeah. we are still prepping yes. and pe- unpacking. and All kinds of things are happening. I am really happy to be doing this in person because we uh, did the Christmas annual, the holiday annual, um, once virtually i believe yeah just one time just one time and that was hell and <laughs> oh we worked together and that's the end uh so it's so we always try to get the chance to do it you guys you guys had me go on a scavenger hunt throughout my house to find we so good that was pretty good um yeah we're, we're but we're back um this is the uh not the first time that they've seen us since uh, our last episode at this point but uh, at this point i'm on a vacation Yes, so I'm coming at Ooh. you guys. For this. this is recorded in advance for release on the holiday. Spoilers, yep. because I'm I'm in Australia at this point. Yeah, you're in land down under. Hopefully, having a good time. I'm hopefully, very jealous. Hopefully, like eight other things have come out since our last regular episode in this. But who knows? Who even knows uh-huh. at this point? Um, <laughs> I uh, we should probably address the 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 elephant of the room before we before I get into some, some elephants things in the are nice. Hey. They weren't involved. It's in so this. funny you said that because I have a different elephant in this room. I'm going to address after you. Oh, oh no. no. Okay. Go ahead. Well, let's do this first, uh, because so to celebrate our uh, our first time recording in person uh, in many a time, uh, I thought it'd be really fun to try a new Christmas sensation. Sen- you guys, sensation. sensation. That's the word we're using today. So, so for those of you who don't know, Coca Cola has had a so let's call it a monopoly on the Christmas drink for mm. many decades. Yeah. Um, they wheel out Santa Claus, that polar bear with mm. the Coca-Cola. They, he's, he's great. I, they love wheel, him. Well, I love him too. Yeah. There's, and, there's this pop figure of that, of that damn bear, which mm. I have. Mm-hmm. You do. So, so what you do. So, so if you think about the holidays, they want you to think about Coca-Cola. Well, Pepsi, someone at Pepsi has decided not anymore. Yeah. Well, Pilk is not new, but they have decided <laughs> that they're going to make it a Christmas thing. <laughs> not <sighs> anymore, sir. So Lindsay Lohan does a commercial uh, that uh, introduces Pilk as the new holiday drink. Uh, basically, for those of you who have not seen the commercial, Santa Claus comes down the chimney, is upset that there is only half a glass of milk left, decides to pour the Pepsi in the half a glass of milk, and then leaves after Santa. having done that. It's and a dirty soda. And Lindsay Lohan comes down. Uh, Lindsay Lohan herself comes down and says, that's a dirty drink, Santa. Lindsay, why did I have to try it. <laughs> well, some people have tried it and said it's pretty good. And I wanted to, I wanted to do that with everyone. So why don't we chit? Oh, what do we? Uh, we have pre-made pilk. We have pilk. Here we it have, is. And yes, yes, it is. Pepsi, in no, Pepsi in no milk. consistent or finite measure. No, no. Uh, we have pre-made pilk. I, I, you have to take our word for this. This is Pepsi and milk together. God, I help going us to try it. <laughs> I can vouch for. I saw Sparks together. make these. I gotta get a whip. Hold let's on. Let, let's take a sniff. Let's take a sniff. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> what the hell? That's so weird. Oh, isn't oh. it? All right. well, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah, Cheers which is happening now. Happy Festivus. 
Well, actually, I mean, it's not bad. Uh, it's it's this is pretty good. It's I wouldn't call it good. No, I don't hate it. It's like a it's like a it's like a flat. Uh, it's like a flat uh, oh, Pepsi float. No, the second was worse. It's it's like a yeah. It's like a bad root beer float. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a bad root beer float. Yeah, I would say that too. Yeah. I was I was expecting worse, but I'm I'm not a fan. Uh, it's kind of creamy. It, it is. is. Like, yeah, it is. it's milk. <laughs> but but the, the 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 carbonation has made milk. The consistent, close to the consistency of creamy. Oh my god, Ben's going for it. <laughs> I think Ben may have, might have gotten a better measure. You got more Pepsi. <laughs> yeah, I got more Pepsi because yeah, that's because the trick I, is having more Pepsi because like the milk just flattens yours, out the flavor. Let me try yours then. Because okay, sure, yeah, go here. for it. Hand me, hand me, hand me that. Hand me as pilk. Let's see. Because when I first took a sip, I can taste the Pepsi. And the more I go for it, I can I can get the Pepsi. It's flavor. the milk aftertaste that I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's a milk aftertaste. It's Honestly, I might finish this. Of course. <laughs> Why did this happen? <laughs> I can't believe this. So, you know so cheers, everyone. Now, now now here it is. Pilk. Oh no, it's every time it gets worse for me, actually. <laughs> is, 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 I can get you more Pepsi. No, I got like seven sides by it. Is might this help. going to be the new holiday drink for all no. for any of us? The answer is no. No. <laughs> I will probably Even... never drink it again. I would rather have a root beer float. It's like a sad root beer float. Honestly, it's like a sad, drunk root beer float. I just took a thing on my Instagram because we're recording this in advance. Of course, once I get home, my girlfriend does not know what the heck is going on. Oh, and wow. I'm going to tell her this story. She's going to look at me going, why? You know what this is? This is like, it's it's December 24th and and like the drunk dad. The drunk this, dad was like, oh, I got to make something for my kids, but I don't have any ice cream. <laughs> just milk and Pepsi. So here's a root beer float, darling. Here you go. <laughs> oh, screw Lindsay, all right this is Lindsay's pilk, fault. pilk done so okay so pilk, and you can have my pilk, pilk. <laughs> rated out of, okay pilk rated out of 10 oh my god ben he got the good ratio whoa <sighs> ew you can see the curve in the... <laughs> no no it... okay i'm done all right rated out of 10 six pilk four because it could have been worse but a four it could have been a lot worse but i'm not having it again it has turned a good thing into like a bad thing. It's I'll only say like a five. I'll say a six. Whatever Sparks made for me, he made, he definitely put a little bit more Pepsi, and that's what made I should have done. I should have been a little better about it with everyone. I should have made sure the Pepsi was more measured. Yes. Well, well that, yeah. You know yeah, what? I finished. I finished it. Ta-da! Well, that's healthy. Inter- that's healthy. Internet, Pepsi. give me clout. So nah, there you go. There you, you don't go. want that clout. We have, <laughs> no, I don't. We have tried pilk on this Christmas Eve that this episode oh. is released weeks before. What do you think? Or like the day before Christmas Eve? Do you wanna do you wanna take the ball now? Yeah, I will. Um, so there's a different elephant in the room we need to address. So those who have been with the podcast for a long time know that we always, always prank Ben with a gift, even when he doesn't think he's been pranked. Oh. Now last year, we kind of did the reverse of what's gonna happen this year. Because oh, last year I don't know what's going on. Ben didn't think he was being pranked. He thought he was getting a sincere gift, only to find out a month later that he had in fact been pranked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as he opened up his many, many gifts of Scooby-Doo and Stevie Which King. Which I still own, and I still have. Well, I hope so. What are you going to throw them away? They yeah, were hell a gift, no. Of course they're a gift. I'm not going to get rid of that shit. You kidding me? That's supposed to keep good. every prank gift we give you. I do, actually. The, In a um, shrine. You okay. don't. I know for a fact you don't have all three Powerline shirts anymore. Okay, that's true. Yeah, there you go. That's true. But that was the first time you did it. Everything else, every other time you guys pranked me, still have them. Good. Did you read, did you read Fifty Shades of Grey? Okay, maybe not. But he owns <laughs> it. But, but he, he still has it. it. It's it's somewhere in the house. I still have Dorian Gray's on the bookshelf. That's all that matters. Yeah. 
Uh, so this year will end up having to be the reverse because frankly, what happened is that sometimes things take a while to get through customs and mail and Ben's gift is sadly not here, which is his prank gift. Uh, uh, Ben's prank gift has not arrived. There is one. He will get it and yes. it will happen live on the podcast, but probably sometime in January. Yeah. yeah. So sadly you will not be pranked in this holiday annual. That'll have to happen later. But it's you know, a well, good one. You won't know when it's going to happen. But part of me is still thinking you're trying to throw me off. Thinking, oh, I'm safe now. I opened my gift and all of a sudden it's like, you mother effer. Perfect, perfect. Here. Keep thinking that. Uh, here, I, drink, I will have to get you later. Drink your pill. Drink Ryan's pill. No. <laughs> Finish the curds that are in there. No. So, so sadly, as we had to do our gift exchange, I must admit that for this holiday annual, you are not going to get the Ben prank gift in this episode. You'll have to tune in the next time we're together for our January episode. Still sus. Before we get into the gift exchange, though, I do want to just quickly say some words to our audience. Words. All right. That's okay. I guess. Can I? Please? Sure. Words right. time. Thanks. Uh, I just want to say thank you to, to our audience for being with us for another year. This was a really tough year uh, for a lot of us. And I think uh, uh, I speak for all of us when I say that it was really great that we have had people in our chat rooms uh, during our live shows. We have had people commenting even. Um, Look, we don't have a big we don't have a big reach, but I like the reach we got, and I'm happy that uh, people enjoy what we put out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'd still do it even if they didn't. Why are you going back? <laughs> it's here. It's Stockholm in front of me. not Stockholm syndrome. Come on, guys. Uh, That's why I put it in a Beauty and the Beast month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, we didn't do as much as I as I personally wanted to do this year. There were a lot of shows that we had to kind of not do because of just time or things like that. Conversation was supposed to come back this year. It didn't. And I'm really sad about that, but things just kind of got out of my way. Um, and I, I think next year I will, I will, I want to, I want next year just to be better in general, but I, I hope we can, we can continue on the train, possibly do some more things that we, we have a desire to do. And, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the next year, uh, especially as uh, some other things start to happen in our lives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, so <laughs> with all that said, uh, uh, let's go. Let's let's do this. Who let's... wants to gift give first? I shall. All right. All right. Ben. ben. All right. So I'm getting this pilk out of here because I'm <laughs> I'm just scared for the electronics. <laughs> Get that out of here. Put it in Ben's glass. Make him drink it. No, I'm not drinking that. Mm-hmm. You would drink it though. Shut up. Do it. <laughs> you do it. Whole glass. You do it. I drink. I'm gonna whole... finish my pilk. I'm no. gonna finish. All my right. Pilk. I'm I'm gonna pass Ben's gifts into him. All right. This one's for a Brandon. reminder. A reminder for friends as they open their gifts. That's yours. Oh, thanks. Um, that uh, you need to talk about, or we need to talk about it. We, we also release this in audio. audio Sometimes form. we forget. Mm-hmm. This one's uh, for Ryan. So Sparks, I want you to open yours first. All right, Sparks. Also look at the bag, the front of the bag. Okay. The uh, the if bag. you are listening in audio, I highly recommend checking out the video. Yes. Oh, it's from Nostalgia's Bitch. Aww. Yeah. Well, the thing is, before you open it, I I saw your reaction to what uh, Brandon gave you for your birthday, and I, it inspired me to get you this. I think you're really gonna like it. Okay. Well. Okay. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was. I should pay attention right, more. He's, ra- he's open it. Russell, Russell, Russell. There's a lot of paper. There is. There's a lot of paper in there. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> it, is oh, a, that's cute. it is a Super Sonic the Hedgehog rubber ducky. Uh, rubber Brandon, ducky. for reference, had gotten me a doc- uh, Dr. Hammond one yes. for uh, my birthday. Now I have two rubber duckies and no yep. bathtub in this house I now own. <laughs> Well, there it comes in the but I do pump. have a hot tub. I'll say we got a big you got pool. A hot, you, got a, you, got a, you got a pool, dude. Just chuck it in there. Just yeah. put them out there. Yeah. 
Thank you, Ben. All right. Uh, Brandon. Real quickly, real quickly. Can you like, uh, oh, it's actually very, very specifically in frame. I think that is a really cool. No, it's super cute. Yeah, no, really honestly, cool. when I bought that, it was on my it was on my coffee table for a while, and my roommate thought it was mine. I was like, "Did you buy makes, this for yourself?" I'm like, "No." That makes perfect sense. Yeah. I, I I will tell you, like, I really appreciate these. I will not get more um, because this is just simply not another thing I can collect. So this is only going to be something <laughs> that people give me gifts of. Got it. Sure. Got uh, it. Let's you know, Ryan. Let's go down the thing to you. Down the me. horn. I like the Super Mario Kart. Ugh, wrapping paper. Thank you. <laughs> you just keep drinking it. It's right here. <laughs> Y'all are. <laughs> Hold up, other side. Look at the other side first. Oh, for the Imperium. Ooh, already for the Imperium. That is a. That is a. I mean something around these reference. parts. Ooh, man. Can I tell you how many times I pass by these and I'm like, I'm never gonna buy that. It's too expensive. Uh, yeah, baby. This is a figure, a Warhammer figure of a space marine. Is it a Chaos space marine? It's a Chaos space oh, marine. They're bad and evil, and they look so good. Oh, thank you. This is awesome. Dude, they got I got the biggest guns. I got a, a jetpack. I'm just yeah. glad I was able to find that for you because I was so pissed. I was trying to find the Magic the Gathering sets. I was thinking, oh, there's like an actual set, like uh, but it's just the commander decks. I've actually never seen a Chaos one before. I've only ever seen like the Warhammers and then like the Blood Sisters and whatever. So like now you have actually you I didn't got, know this existed. You got a Chaos Marine, thank my you, friend. Man, that's awesome. You're welcome, dude. Merry that's, Christmas. Yeah. That's a really cool design. I like the skull in the front of it. It does look right. Like, I, I it was love either, skulls. It was between that or like a non-painted one. I'm like, oh hell no. Skull those are those are super cool, but yeah, I'm never gonna paint one. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Uh, this is like as close as it gets to getting um jingle all the way for Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turbo man. So also the cool thing about uh, Brandon, oh, yeah. there's a Krampus on your bag. Oh, and Santa on the other yeah, side. Yeah, Santa's on one side, Krampus is on the other. Oh, that's so cool. That's very cute. Yeah, that was uh, that was a fun thing to find a target. Yeah, I'm a big fan of. I that. literally saw the Krampus. I'm like Brandon, need. I'm really, I'm really a big fan of the Krampus. And mythology. even uh, even when I put the the tag on it to see who it was from, uh, Fanny, my partner, she was like, "How come we didn't put it on the bag?" I was like, "Cause the bag's for Brandon." Okay, so I have lifted up the paper, and there is two. One? You two. Two gifts. Two I, gifts. Two I wrapped, for one. I wrapped them separately. Interesting. There's oh. a Tetris wrapping paper and a Mario. You really are a nostalgist, bitch. That's a really good nickname. It is. It is really good. All right. Here we go. I'm real. I'm really on it sometimes. Oh, shit. Mm, engage, maybe? Oh, it is. So this one is the classic Star Trek movie series, Playmates Toys, Captain Kirk, Admiral, Admiral Kirk, sorry, in my favorite Star Trek uniform, which is the Monster Maroons, for anyone who doesn't know, specifically Thank his. God, is his very uniform. I, the, <laughs> I, dude, I yeah. bought it because of Wrath of Khan. I, I, yes, this is for the Star Trek Wrath of Khan. This is how you look for Wrath of Khan. This is my favorite uniform in all of Star Trek. It's a good look. Uh, I adore this look. They brought it back for Strange New Worlds, uh, mm. and it's freaking gorgeous. Um, yeah, I love the Monster Maroons. They're fantastic. This is awesome, dude. Thank you. Hey, you should open the other one up. All right. All right. You're, uh, by the way, you're welcome, dude. I got a feeling. And it is it is Captain Jean-Luc Picard of the USS Marvel. of uh, as he appeared in Star Trek the Next Generation. Uh Looks same same kind of style. Uh yeah. Very cool, man. Thank That's you. Awesome. You're These are cool. These are yeah. Captain Jean Luc. You don't Picard. have those, right? No. Thank God. <laughs> the USS Enterprise. Uh, so, thank you, sir. So it was either I get you um Kirk and Khan or I get get you Kirk and Picard. And I thought about it, I was like, you know what? Picard's one of his favorite captains. I know he loves James Kirk, so I'm going to give him his, as far as I know, because I know you love Cisco, but I'm pretty sure Kirk and Picard are your two favorite captains. Uh, well, mm, Picard's third. Cisco is, well, shit. <laughs> Cisco is my second favorite. No, top five, though. Cisco it. is my favorite captain. Then it would be Kirk. Then it would be Picard. 
Um, Cisco is a fantastic captain from Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. Kirk, I prefer him as an admiral, mm-hmm. which is the figure you got. There we great, go. Which is great. I prefer him as an admiral because he's. I think. I think they wrote him as a better character in the movies than they uh-huh. did in the show. Uh, and then Picard. Picard is a really good character. Uh, half uh, half of that show, and then all of the movies. He's really fun. I really okay. like him in the movies. And uh, but that said. I'm super stoked for Star Trek Picard season three. The set photo, the, the photos of that show look incredible. I cannot wait. <laughs> Do not let me down. All right. Uh, Brandon or Ryan? Thank I'll you go. Down. Ryan. All right. Ryan's up. Brandon. Can Sorry. You, you got to put in? your pilk down oh, real quick. My, Sorry. Why not my pilk? Pilk break. <laughs> Which one do you want? Just first? hand me all of them and then all I'll right. distribute. All right. Here we go. I am handing Ryan. Thank gifts. you. I'm pretty sure I've done this like almost every year. Uh, I like to give comic books because one, uh, I love comic books and two, uh, they're easy to find. Uh, uh, cause I'm bad at, you know, finding gifts for people, but I got you a, I got you a comic, Brandon, Thank and you, sir. I got you a comic, Ben, and then Sparks, I got you this. Ooh. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Who do you want to open? You drew um, Big Ben on mine. You, you go first, Brandon. All right. Sure. I will go first. Uh, he wrote, he wrote, he wrote, he gave me a Star Trek Enterprise, uh, sorry, an Enterprise here. Stitch says engage and NCC 69. <laughs> 42, 420. Oh. Yes. Yeah, the NCC 6940. Oh Beautiful. I love it. All right, here we go. I'm uh, pretty sure you haven't read this comic, but it's one of my favorite writers. You are right. And yeah. I have wanted to read it Good. since I heard about yeah, it. Yeah, it's an incredible comic. It is uh The Many Desolate the Star by Ram V and Felipe Andrande. Um he did the the Fantastic Four uh uh, uh road trip story that we read where it's really body horror. Uh-huh. He's one of my favorite artists, and this book is super incredible. And I'm like, oh, I bet he would love that book. So I, I got yeah, him I've been really looking for I've been trying to buy this for a while. Oh yeah, Thank there you, you go. You. Ben, you want you go next? Big well, Ben. I have to say I love how you drew Big Ben of course. on uh, mine and you drew glasses on the chest. What, what's, what's the what's the full name? Big uh, Bentley. Shit. <laughs> See, I didn't you go thought I, we I, forgot. See, I didn't go there. You thought we forgot. See, Ben, you've read Ironheart. You uh-huh. read Doctor Doom Iron Man. But Ooh, I'm like, you just gotta read some mother F and Iron Man, my guy. So I got you the Ooh. first volume of Christopher Cantwell's Iron Ooh. Man run, which is my it's the best Iron Man run in like a decade. Ooh, um thank you. Yeah, and like and now you got a great you know, Iron Man book. Too. You know, this pilk is getting better by the second. We're looking at Stockholm Ben's, Syndrome. We're looking at Ben's next book club right here. It, I wouldn't hate it. I would love to reread it. I have it also wanted to read that. Because I've heard good things. All right, I have another thing uh, here from Ryan, suspiciously in the shape of that other rubber ducky. No, it um, can't, it can so, be it. no, it can't be it. Why? Why would anybody be like that? Which is knuckles <laughs> as a rubber ducky. Did <laughs> you guys go in on this together? No, that was complete no. happenstance. So actually, I, I, well, I actually got you a comic book for us. I just wanted to get you the rubber ducky first. Thank you. <laughs> I'm getting a dangerously increased amount of rubber duckies. Again, in a house with no bathtub. <laughs> uh, I saw this online, and I thought it looked very cool. Solid. I make I make some judgments on comics that way, too. Ooh, the Eightfold Path. It is an anthology uh, with, with a huge, diverse creative team about, like, Buddhist, uh, uh, like, Afrofuturism. Oh, and my I, God. And I, and I almost wanted to read it, but, like, I don't like, like, denting books or, like, like I wanted to be, I was like, Ooh. I'll just read this later. But like, I thought that looked really cool. Thank you, sir. I'm so excited. This looks awesome. Yes, of course. Comic books are cool. Yes, they are. Comic books are cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sparks, you want to go next? Oh no, I'd rather you did, please. Sure. Oh yes. Right. Oh yes. Okay. Pass this to Sparks, please. Pass this to Sparks, please. Pass this to. Oh, I guess you are Sparks. This is to Ryan. Pass this to Sparks, please. <laughs> this is to Ben. Woo-hoo. I would like 
Ryan to open his first. It is me? Yes, Ryan, you go first. I love your uh, sloth wrapping paper. Also, you guys are so good at wrapping things. Mine is just like... <laughs> Lies? I hate my wrapping job every single time ben, I do it. Ben put half of his in bags. I just oh, want to point out... Oh, oh. oh my god, y'all. Oh, and it has a... Is that a comic in there? No, it's just the background. It's still even amazing. It's awesome. Oh, that's... Yeah, it's the cover. It's uh, Alexa Daredevil, who is the best Daredevil. Sorry, Matthew. Uh, but it's like a big-ass, like, cool, like, like photo op. This is awesome. That's awesome. You. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. I, I was surprised because, like... I've never seen, like, something there, like this. There was, a, there was a dude who works at Funko who is a huge comic book fan because you see a lot of, like, deep-cut comic book characters and, the, and specifically these types oh of God. things. Right. And I thought, I was like, oh, Electra Daredevil is awesome and that unique. Is, how and, cool is that outfit? That's right. That is, like, this is, that's like, really cool. the best outfit in comics right now. When I get you a pop figure, I want it to be unique. So yes. I was like, this is the one. Thank you. And you guys are very good about that like i'm not a big pop guy but you give me a good one and i'll and i'll love it Absolutely. yeah that's awesome thank you sir let's just go down the line with ben okay good shit i don't know about y'all cute good sloth shit. wrapping paper oh yes you just saw what it was <laughs> i've actually been wanting to get this board game for a while i just never pulled the oh, trigger cool. i'm glad it's the pac-man board game thank you sparks Ooh. yeah it's an actual board game for pac-man two to five players do, you get, do i get to play as a ghost uh, so I'm assuming. I don't think so. Maybe so it's, you? A, it's, it's like it's Pac-Man, but it's a board game. Yeah, multiplayer Pac-Man. Multiplayer Pac-Man. I think one. I think there is one person who plays as a ghost. Oh yeah, I want to eat you. Oh, thank you. All right, All right Sparks. Okay. Love it. it. I am nostalgia's bitch after all. <laughs> wow! Another rubber ducky. <laughs> How the tables have been turntabled. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is pretty cute. This is Jaws. It's like the shark outfit with a rubber ducky face coming out of the mouth. All right. In a tub. So, I think you know what happened. Did you guys get me? Yes! <laughs> so. You got got. Look, I would totally accept these. Every year, every year we get Ben, and then we started cycling through oh, other no. people. I really didn't see this coming. <laughs> and, and, and and because Sparks is the one who organizes a lot of this, I forgot that we haven't gotten you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, well, we need to. Mm -hmm. So very last minute. So thank you guys for doing this. Oh, very yeah. last oh, yeah, minute. I, tech, I, I was like, hey, guys, can we do this? <laughs> and I'm like, yes. And they were on board. So had Merry Christmas, Sparks. And we did it. I originally wasn't going to get you a Sonic one, but like once I saw he got his, I'm like, oh, then it's a perfect two-pack. I beautiful. wanted to get you a Sonic one, but it wasn't going to come in time, so I got you Bruce. <laughs> yeah, some of them were like, oh, I'll be here yeah. like next month. And yeah, I'm yeah. Like, oh, I can't. Oh, no. I mean, when I was looking at, I was, I was looking at the regular Sonic one, I was like, uh, no, then Super Sonic, later, like earlier in the week, I'm like, that one. This is this is now, very funny. Do you want your real Christmas present now? I have real Christmas yes. presents. It's oh, in my man. car. Oh jeez. <laughs> I ha I was hiding it. <laughs> you left it in the car. Well, well I didn't want to bring it in because it's like if there's four <laughs> presents there, then you would have known you've gotten. I did it pretty easily. Well, I can't. Well, you already gave him his real. You already did. Uh, yes. Uh, it didn't ruin the subterfuge at all. I was just like, okay, this could have been just weird coincidence. <laughs> no, <laughs> you didn't see it. At it all. actually, it actually helped me not know you were getting me uh -huh. because Ryan gave me a real oh, gift with okay. it. Okay, there you go. There you go. I was like, this could just be a funny pattern. Yeah, but uh, I'm, I'm really glad that worked out because you I, deserve to get God. Oh, yeah. I need to get thanks, him his guys. out of my car. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to let Ben up for a second so he can go to the car. And while you do that, can you actually get your real gift from me, too? Sure, I'll be right back. <laughs> Hold on, audience. I'll be back, too. It's in the this is live right now, too.
Ben, you have to finish your pilk. Are we back? F you! I did! Mm, Are we back? Freshly, is that us, is that, freshly is that us being that's how, back? I, that's how I bring us back. Freshly yeah, carbonated right. pilk. Uh, I know, I'm not drinking who, that. Who am I? Am I Ben first? Yeah, since he said it. Yeah, here you go. Okay, thank you. Merry Christmas, bud. So here's, thank you. Here is Sparks. This is the real one. Real gift. Guys, the rubber duckies are cute. It was a good guy. <laughs> they are now that they're all together. That is pretty cute. That shark one is really cute. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to get. I'll just tell you, I wanted to get you Doctor Robotnik once I found out he was getting you knuckles. Very smart, Ben. Very smart. Good job. Uh, ben got me the Steve Martin comic book oh. that I mentioned recently on the podcast. Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't even. Which was definitely a a like I'm helping. I'm giving them <laughs> ideas without letting them know. And of course, my dumbass forgot, and I had to ask your fiance. I was like, "Hey, what is you?" And she sent me the list. I, I also <laughs> and it was on there, her. and it was on there. I'm like, "Dips." Look that look that doesn't work for me because I finished with the Christmas shopping in November. So there you go. <laughs> so, what, uh, so that is awesome. Yeah, for anyone who doesn't yeah. know, this is a uh, real quick. It's number one is Walking, My Life in the Movies and Other Diversions by Steve Martin, with drawings by Harry Bliss. Love it, and it's all it's all lovely, like newspaper comic kind of style, New York Timesy. Comic Isn't style. the, the cool. Harry Bliss a uh, uh, cartoonist for the New Yorker or is pretty or sure. New York Times? Yeah, I think I think the New Yorker. I think you're right. I bet if I look in here, New York. I, I know it says on the back. Well, why didn't you read it? Plymouth Rock. Ben. Well, I did. I, ben, I, gl- I glanced at it. Finish your pilk. No. Yeah, for oh. New Yorker. Okay. Your pilk looks weird now. <laughs> I'm not finishing it. I'm not. I'm not weird. I finished my original. Clean your glass, Ben. I'm, I Ryan did it. <laughs> Lies. So this is from me. So this is your real gift. Thank you, Brandon. You're welcome, sir. Unwrapping. It's something in a box. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna have to take the whole thing. It's taped to the box. <laughs> oh man, devious. <laughs> devious. To the box, man. Jeez. Who, who raps like you? I I. <laughs> did you ever see Taken? You know, in the beginning of Taken, when he raps a gift, I learned from him. Okay. All right. It is a like clothing style box. Yes, it is. Ooh. Oh, I know that shirt. Oh. Hey, this is cool. So this is a Halloween Horror Nights uh, Universal Monsters more than Universal Monsters shirt. These are cute. I see a little Casper. Ooh, Michael yeah. Myers. Uh, we saw that and uh, thought you'd love it. Neat. You're very smart. You know. You know what's up. I know you. You do know me. Lovely. You do know me. It's really nice. <laughs> Like it, love it. Well, thank you. Once more, you're welcome, that. sir. Okay. Uh, in in the spirit of that, Brandon, this is your gift from me. In the middle of my pilk, put the pilk down. <laughs> I refuse. I'm just gonna hand one at a time. It's gonna All be right. easier. So this is this is me from. I do love the wrapping paper. This is blue, right? Oh yeah. Uh, so all your wrapping paper is uh, blue from Jurassic World because I'll have a blue Christmas without you. Oh, oh. jingle roars! It says. Oh, this is significantly better with more Pepsi in it. Blue is the most uh, well-defined character in the Jurassic World trilogy. That's not saying a lot. I'll, no, it's not. <laughs> it is in an Amazon box, as they often are. <clears throat> this is... Oh. Oh. Mm. oh. I didn't know there was anything under that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. So what oh. you got there? Oh. Okay. Head right. Pop. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta go somewhere. All right. I got. I didn't know this came out. I, I mean, like I should have because it's a PS4 game. Oh, Digimon Survive! Mm-hmm. The Digimon Survive game, which is the Digimon video game, which I have. Yeah, I love Digimon. Dig- Digimon is Dig- so cool. I know you do, Digimon. Thank you, sir. And then, and then I forgot about this. 
So Swatch, guys. Oh, oh. shit. Swatch. Because they watch company that he, partnered. He knew I got this for him and he forgot. <laughs> that partnered with Dragon Ball. So what happened is that uh, they came out with these and I saw them before Brandon did. And so I just messaged him asking him like, hey, out of these list of characters, whose design do you like more? And he's like, well, in what context? I'm like, if it was a watch, <laughs> like, who would you like more? Swashy At that variety. time, I had no idea that Swatch had done this. I know you hadn't. And then I looked up, I wonder if they make Dragon Ball watches. And then I saw Swatch. Now, mind you, there's so there was a limited edition of them that comes with all of them in Dragon Balls. Frack, you guys. Way too expensive. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's see what you got me. Okay. Ooh. Oh, baby. Rock the dragon. Look at this. Goku? Yes. Beautiful. He has the Goku watch. It is Goku. Hi, I'm Goku. Oh, that's gorgeous. Which is the style he chose. That, you know what? See, that's the thing. That's the, this is the thing. Here's the thing about licensed watches <laughs> that I love so much about what Swatch has done. Licensed watches have a problem where the face isn't simple. They make the face a lot very complicated a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. Citizen the Citizen does Marvel watches. A lot of the time their watch their watch faces are complicated. They got like multiple characters and they got like designs and no, just give me the iconic imagery of that. If you're gonna make an Iron Man watch, make it his arc reactor. If you're gonna give me a Captain America watch, make it his shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like don't give me Captain America in a watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh and so I saw what Swatch did. Swatch, if you're gonna give me a Goku watch, I don't want to see Goku doing a Kamehameha on my watch. I want to see his logo on my watch, though, because that's uh, how you do it. I will say I was very tempted to get the Vegeta one because ah, Vegeta's is his it's, a, it's his scouter looking at a silhouette of Goku. That's the center of the Ooh. face. So it's all red with Goku at the center. Pretty sick. That's pretty cool, which is really good. Oh, this is so cool, man. Thank also, you. I love the band, how the band is Goku's gi yeah. as well. Yeah, that's cool. And it has a design ah. on the inside as well. Oh, does it? Yeah. Right. I got to I got to take it out of the box. Then. While you're doing that, I'll pass the next gift Where's while you're Gigi? working on that. Oh, I see. Okay, here we go. Oh, that was easy. Oh, it's his it's the flying Nimbus. Oh, Nimbus. Ryan, Nimbus. I'm passing this down to you. Oh, that's a big box. Oh boy. Oh, it's a heavy box. Oh no. Oh lordy. Jingle roars. Oh lordy. You guys might have pranked me, but I am a gift master. Oh no. Oh no. So, it's like a brick in here. Oh. <laughs> History of science fiction, a graphic novel, novel adventure by Xavier Dolo and Jabriel Morissette Fawn. Ryan's a big fan of science fiction, so I found out there was a graphic novel about the history of science fiction. This is radical. That's awesome. Thank you. Oh my gosh. And there's more? There is one other thing. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it is oh. the George R. R. Martin illustrated history of the Targaryen dynasty, Rise of the Dragon, because I'm a big fan of Hot D, House of the Dragon, and Game of Thrones. And I was looking at this at, at the things from another world going like, man, I'm never going to own this piece. Uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't even just you were looking at it. I specifically asked you about it. Yes. Because I was eyeing it oh, for you. I and I wanted to be like, what do you think of this? And you were like, looks pretty cool. It does. And it's like, I love when books have like the, ooh, I can like touch it. It's like a scales. Ooh, yeah. This is tactile. awesome. Thank you so much, my friend. Oh my gosh. You're so welcome. Two beautiful books. Goodness gracious. Take the books out of the box so yes. we can get rid of the box. Throw the box. I'll throw the box. Just eat it. All right. And then our last gift of the gift exchange is, of course, Ben Magnet. I told you, man, it's going to come in January. All right. I'm still sussing you out, man. Ben, Ben, if it was going to get you, wouldn't we have all gotten you? Unless, no, we, all, we, haven't. unless we all went on. We've simplified it in recent years. I mean, it's got some he uh, heft to it. So he knows I Scooby did him last year. You did. 
I hate it when he Scooby did him. <laughs> oh my god, it is heavy. Thanks. Come on. It's a break. I'll give you some support if you need it here. By the way, real quickly, Sparks, I just want to say I'm really proud of how I wrapped your gift. That was a first for me. I put I made I bought the box great. and I did the thing. Oh yeah. You did it. What didn't I do? Well, first off, it's the PlayStation 5 version of Sonic Frontier. <gasps> Gotta go fast. Which I was planning to buy myself eventually, but I haven't, so thank you for this. You're very welcome. Oh yeah. You looked at my Amazon list, didn't you? Oh, no, yeah. I just know you love two things. Yeah. Elden Ring and Strategy Guides. Hell, hell Oh my god. Yeah. This I is did... on my Amazon list, too. That's a tome. Get rid of it so no one else buys it for you. Oh yeah, my I'm god, that's to. amazing. This is the Elden Ring, The Lands Between Aww. Books of Knowledge, Volume 1. Bang. They had to split the strategy guide into two, and this is the first volume. That's amazing. That's that doesn't look like a strategy guide. That looks like a like a, a book. Like a book. It even yeah. has like a little bookmark thing. It does. I love that. That's incredible. Oh I remember strategy god. guides were like little piece of shit paperback magazines. Yeah, Thank yeah. you so much. You're and so now welcome. I have a great excuse to play Elden Ring again. Well, Ben, so. they just added that new DLC Coliseum where they we go eat people. They did. Oh, thank <laughs> you so much, bud. You're very welcome. I just love the, the, the how it has Ronnie on the cover because that's the one who I fought for the whole time. Put a ring on it. I did. Hell yeah. Literally. <laughs> So that's I put the Elden Ring on it. That is our gift exchange. As I said, Ben will be pranked, just not today. Not today. All right, friends. I think I think I just want to say thank you, Sparks. Round of applause, everyone. These are wonderful gifts. Lovely. Uh, You guys did. uh, We were talking about it while Ben was going to the car. You guys did an incredible job of sneaking in uh, a prank on me. I did not see it coming. We've all gotten got. Now we've all gotten got. We all. What was it? It, We'll never stop getting Ben. It was in order. It was Powerline. Yeah. My Little Pony. I still Mm -hmm. have those. Pop figures, yeah, yeah pop they, figures that, that you already owned, they already owned, and that now, you had to play off like, no, I don't own that one, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, and now, now and ducks. now the rubber ducks, yeah. yeah, we did it. Didn't we do like a Halloween one too once? Where we got them. Like, oh, I mean, like we've done every year. We've also oh, done that's one true. To ben. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We, that, we there's you, a whole list. You of did the a bands. Halloween one for me. You yeah, did. Yeah. You also did um gray, gray. Mm. Yeah, the gray that was good years. You also did um, the Tiger Electronics. Yes, and, the Tiger Electronics uh, games. Tiger Electronic games, yeah. Which are on my desk. Yeah. Well, they're on they're on my shelf. And then he got Scooby Dude, and then I got who Scooby-Dude. knows what this year's will be? Shit. Find <laughs> out. So good. The fact, that you, the fact that you had to tell me it hasn't been able to get through customs. Yeah, it's like, oh, what did you get me? I am right. afraid. All right, friends. That is our gift exchange for this year. Wonderful. Thank you all. Uh, thank you, thank you. I love you all dearly. Thank you all. So speaking of gifts, uh, let's talk about we usually do this section next, which is Christmas gifts you'd recommend for a nerd. Um, we're we're changing it up. We're not doing uh one that we've usually done in the past, which is uh, uh something that you would ask for as a kid this year. But I will say, like, in tandem of Christmas gifts you would get for a nerd, perhaps uh something you could answer instead if you can't quite nail that one is merch that you wish for or would like from the media that came out this year i'll go first go ahead a steam deck <laughs> <laughs> i think that's because before us coming out no yeah, like, yeah yeah is this thing going to be as cool as it is but like it is as, as good as it is and the amount of people playing like every type of game now on the go like from your like that's from your pc is like really really cool and uh i think any kid like any kid, like because we grew up with Game Boys, but that's only like Nintendo games and shit, right? Like mm-hmm. having portable gaming that is like basically unlimited. You can play literally any game you want on the go. What, is, do, you, what do you think is the the age for a Steam Deck? Like like the the best age? Well, because like there's a there's a bar right where it's 12, like twelve. Where if you're doing something like that, you're getting them a Switch. Tw- twelve and up. Yeah. 
someone who's really going to use the Steam Deck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say 12 or maybe like because 16. Here's the thing. It's not just a Steam Deck. It is a portable PC, which means you can use Game Pass on it. Right, yeah, yeah. So you have literally every possible game you could possibly play that you want on right. the go. Yeah, that's I think, awesome. I think that's a, a great little thing, and it's not too overpriced for, for what you're getting. That's awesome. Uh, I'll go next for something that you can easily get a nerd, and it goes both... It, I, I want to say it goes both ways, but also it's really freaking cool. And I feel like every year I have to mention something about Lego, the Lego Optimus Prime. Mm. Oh, dude, that thing rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not only can you build Optimus Prime in Lego, you can transform him. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That's some bullshit. That, Not in a bad way, I but that's say, like that's so freaking cool. Transform. I gotta say the 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 types of Legos that kids are getting these days wickedly overpriced. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But I mean, that's because like, look, it's one family who's owned Lego for like decades. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, the quality control is worth it. But still, like the fact the fact that we're getting so many really just really freaking sweet Legos, I'm super jealous about. Not, it. not only that, um, I've seen TikToks of adults go into like the the Power Wheel aisle at Walmart and they see the Warthog Power Wheel. Oh yeah. And of course, they like raise their wallet or they're complaining that they want a receipt on their childhood because where the hell was this when we were playing Halo in the backyard? Kids are, kids are getting some good shit these days they are why do you think i don't feel ashamed when i go into the nerf aisle and and pick out guns or nerf blasters oh that i want or go in or go into like the video game or the the game the what you call board game aisle looking at things like pac-man or stuff like this but yeah the the definitely a really good gift to get a nerd this year is definitely the optimus prime lego set because Roll the fact out. that you can, it's it's lego and you can transform optimus prime it's essentially the three in one because transformers are two and one. You have a robot and you have a car or a vehicle or animal, whatever. With this one, you build it and then you can transform it. And I think oh, that is the coolest thing ever. And it looks really good too. It, like the proportions are awesome. Like it, it really it, does. If you didn't, if you looked at it from far away, you wouldn't know it was Lego. No, not even close. Roll out. Sparks? Um, I'm going to go with merch I wish was made mm. from something this year. And that's um, a, a like good version of Pig from Slumberland. Mm, yeah. Um I I want like a cute, like very accurate like looking. Like what they did with uh, Christopher Robin. Kinda. Yeah. Uh they actually did one of their Netflix things, which I don't know like how they spend the money on this kind of marketing that almost nobody watches, but they did one of their things where they had like people come in and it's like a social experiment thing, and then they made them feel like they were going into the dreamland of slumberland and uh like put them in a different room, VR and all this kind of stuff. Uh, but in there, they had like a little animatronic kind of pig come out of a hole. And I'm like, you know, if you got like the right stuff with like just a m- very modest amount of wiring inside so that it could just like turn its head and flop an ear, I'd be like, that's pretty cute. That, that'd be cute. cool. Uh, me? <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Ben actually gave it away a little bit. <gasps> Nerf guns. Okay. <laughs> Look, these days, back, back when I was a kid, Nerf guns were cool. Look, I love them. But. These days we're getting some really good ones. Mm-hmm. Halo Nerf guns. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. I want man. I so my favorite my favorite gun in Halo has been turned into a, a Nerf gun. Are you kidding me? I'm dying to have the Needler. It. No, this assault rifle? rifle. Oh um, yeah, mine too. I love the that Needler gun. is a Nerf gun though. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. But so specifically, this year on Star Trek Day, this is this is coming out in November. I've already pre-ordered it. They're coming out with the phaser rifle from star trek first contact as a nerf gun as well as a type one phaser holy shit set your phasers to nerf are you kidding me right now set your phasers to nerf i'm 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 losing it i love that is my favorite designed design a phaser 
uh, and it only shows up in the movies and some episodes of of Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. I I am over the moon that I'm finally going to get to hold it. But even though if it's a Nerf gun, I don't freaking care. That's awesome. It's a great design. It's the fact that we get in these licensed Nerf guns as guns from popular sci-fi franchises, popular whatever franchises is, is, is crazy to me. And they're pretty much, they're relatively affordable. Like they're not, they're not overly expensive. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think those are awesome. And, and if you're looking for anything to get for a nerd, specifically me, uh, I love. I would love a assault rifle. That's that's awesome. Because I've already got. I've already I, I pre-ordered the, and I, the day Star Trek Day happened. I I I, I pre-ordered that that phaser rifle. I was like, I'm not losing out on this. Engage. Okay. Um. From there, we move into our. We have a topic this year. We have our main topic for this oh, holiday oh, annual. It oh. is a review of the Christmas film Violent Night that came out earlier in this month, uh, with David Harbor. And John Leguizamo. Johnny Legs. So we're going to be talking about that for a bit. So for this, uh, this is not live. So if you want to skip this, jump to later in the time code, uh, away from this review of Violent Night. If you have not seen it, we will be spoiling it. Um, but otherwise, if you've seen it, stick around. We're going to have a nice conversation about it. Ho, ho, ho. Spoilers ahead. What do we think about this? Oh, I so enjoyed it. Yeah. Great time. At the movies, y'all. Oh, yeah. I had fun with this. I came here for Santa puns and Santa kills, and I got exactly both of those, and I'm happy. Yeah, I did. I did not realize that was done by the action studio that formed out of working on, like, John Wick and yeah. everything. And so uh, once that logo came up at the beginning, I was like, oh, this day is shift. going to be some good action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I actually, quite, yeah, day shift is a good ex- of a good comparison because, like, not just the same studio, not yeah. just because of the same studio, but, like, both of them are surprisingly really good action movies yeah and there's some good plot here like i think i think harbor is great as hannah oh yeah. agreed mm-hmm. uh and the the action oh you mean you mean god of war yeah <laughs> this is how that's clearly i love god of war i'm gonna yeah. be god of war with santa yeah and I, I think that the, there's a lot of i like we're, op- we're 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 open we open on santa being like he's drinking because he, he's he's disillusioned with the world he's right lost now. the christmas mm-hmm. spirit he's he's like you know Kids are really selfish these days. There's more naughty kids every year. Uh, you know, what are we going to, you know, what's even the point? Maybe I should just hang it up. And he's like, and, 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 uh, and he, and, and it really sets the tone for this, this version of Santa that I think is pretty good. You wanted to say something yeah, really bad. Uh, just honestly, from a personal standpoint, when it's opened on Bristol, England, and Fanny and I were just like, like giggling to ourselves because that was the first city or that was the city where we reunited when I went to my England trip. Was in Bristol, England. Was Santa Claus there? Unfortunately, no. It was in the middle of July. He didn't, he didn't vomit on you from the sky. Thank God. What a night for that woman. That oh woman, the barkeep <laughs> of that of that of that bar, going out, realizing, oh my God, Santa Claus is real, <laughs> and then immediately being thrown up on Imagine. by Santa. Claus. She does a great job of being like, I don't know how to feel. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about this. She's she's like she's like, wait, how do you know I have a grandson? How does he know his name? Oh no, he's on the roof, and she sees Santa fly away, and she's like. The joy, the Christmas joy is there. She's like, oh my God, he's real. And she's like, why? And it's and it's hot and steamy. And I know. Oh, it's, it's so cold out. It's yeah. hot. And it's <laughs> so gross. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is a pretty uh uh pretty fun movie. Um, I don't think there's like it's a movie about a killer Santa. Like, it's not trying to do a lot. Like you like you. Like it feels like they wanted to like okay so we have our human parts human parts like the regular people and then we have the Santa parts and like we got to make that as interesting as you can 
So like when, when, when these people come to invade them and take their money that you care about them. And I kind of care about them. I think they're fine for the story. I think Trudy is the best part of the movie. I think specifically yeah. we're, we're only meant to care about Trudy. Yeah, I think yeah. Trudy... Uh, well, I think the parents are supposed to care about the parents. Yeah, I, I think yeah. you're supposed to care but about like, their parents. But they're totally fine. They're not bad. They're just like, they're doing the job they're supposed to do for this type of movie. But Trudy, like I... Kid, I, I have a problem with kid actors because like, if like you're bad, like I really don't like you. But like she was so cute, she was so good. Her Christmas spirit and like really talking to Santa Claus, like the relationship between her and David Harbor, like made this movie super fun. And like mm -hmm. I was so invested in her, like even almost more than Santa, just because like I don't want this little girl to have a bad Christmas. Like, Not yeah, only that, yeah. she becomes vicious I, with the booby traps. The, the Home Alone sequence is incredible. It's the best. I think it's probably the best scene in the movie. The 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 fact when the guy is like, you gotta hide the traps and. Is the nail oh through God, the back. Bjorn. Oh. That is the most I love visceral reaction I've had in the movie theater in a long time when he falls in the nail through the. the, the I, I ought to be gassed, but I don't yeah, yeah. normally do that. Yeah. My whole theater, my whole theater was super into this movie. Yeah. And when, when we were, like, people were cheering when, when the hammer Hell yeah. I, I specifically yeah. love that the movie, like, pivots for a solid, like, 12 minutes to be like, all right, and now we're home alone, but rated R. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, because, when he, oh. because, you see, because you see everything set up, and you're like, oh, no. And you're like, oh, this is a home alone. It's not going to work. Home alone's fiction. And it works. Yeah, because they, they, they show, like, worse. what actually happens to them. And each one is worse than the last. When, when Bjorn brings the Why was the he looking nail, at that I don't nail? know. And then it was, so like, we saw it from a mile away, the bowling ball <laughs> driving the nail into his brain. God. But the, when it actually happened, we're just like, hell yeah, you deserve that. Uh, I mean, Bjorn. yeah, and then and then the the girl he gets her head like rip scalp get she oh, gets scalp she's, she's on she's on the glue oh, super glue God. yeah yeah oh Bjorn man. Bjorn is definitely my favorite bad guy in the movie because like there's a earlier in the movie when Santa's there he's like. It looks like he still believes in Santa Claus. He does. He does. Yeah. He absolutely yeah. does. And like, and like, he's like disillusioned by it. And I'm like, oh man, he doesn't want to have to do that. That's like so when cool. he's, yeah, yeah. like I, when they're t when uh, like yeah. when John like was on with Scrooge when he's t talking to Santa for the first time in the movie, and he looks up Bjorn, my that bike I got you, and he's like, what? Isn't Bjorn the only one to see him go up the chimney too? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he's like, uh, I think this is actually Santa Claus, guys. Oh man, I, my my favorite is Krampus. Oh, when Krampus is crazy. When he's like, why don't we open gifts? Oh my good, we're gonna get a gift. <laughs> he's like the machine gun. He's so yeah, much he's, fun. He's a very good He enjoys like, being evil. Person. Yeah. Very much. He does. The yeah. nutcracker. Oh my gosh. Oh. Uh no, thank you. I think I think like because we made a comparison to Day Shift. I think the advantage this has over Day Shift is that they they have a much better main villain mm -hmm. in John Leguizamo. And frankly, just a better villain force. Uh, in his a simpler story goons too. we talked about yeah it is it is simpler but also i think like the characters are more like but it's like, but it's actually because the story is simpler it wasn't a detractor the, because the story is simpler it, it's allowed to do more with characters and it's allowed to kind of shine with the action like day shift has a pretty complicated plot for the movie it is yeah um it's trying to be john wick three mm -hmm. um this one is trying to be john wick yeah yeah this one it's just simple it's just a to b santa claus is to save trudy I, I think it made a smart decision of we're not going to complicate why the family's wealthy or how, or how they're wealthy or any of that. And in doing so, we also need to make you not care about most of the family. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which does, is fine. Yeah. That does that. This movie does a great job of me just hating every other member of this family except Trudy and her parents. That's it. Everyone else. I was like, I was actually half expecting the rest of the family to just die. And then Trudy's dad make off with the money and like, Live happily ever after with his wife. I wanted to punch Bertrude. 
Oh, oh the, the, Bertrude. The, the F that kid. kid. Yeah. F that kid. He's always going live. Bertrude. With like, it's just like, Bertrude's not a real name. I like his post-credits, though. <laughs> yeah, I that did. was pretty good. So <laughs> that like, is, a, that hey is. Guys, Santa Claus is real. <laughs> do better. <laughs> or, even when Kramp, or even when Krampus gets the call to kill the, to kill everyone, he's like, all right, we're going to do a murder. What if, you kill, what if you kill the person who, who knows where the money is? Oh, shit. This movie, uh, uh, very low budget, uh, which is great. Uh, at first, when... It was it was like uh, shown that like he doesn't understand the magical powers. I'm like, okay, I think that's a little weird. You know, he's been standing for this long, but I actually think that's a benefit for the movie because I think having it be so grounded, uh, except for the only magical parts being like like the uh, the sneezing going up the the shoot thing. Um, I really like that it was grounded. I'm just a dude trying to do a job, and I don't really understand it because it could have been so much more fantastical. And I think that might have taken away from like what the movie's trying to do, just being diehard. Yeah. Uh, which in the end, I was really grateful for actually. They even make a reference to Die Hard. Yeah, because oh, yeah. there's a Die Hard Blu-ray in the sack. <laughs> oh yeah, the magic sack's awesome. I just love how you keeps playing. I was like, video game, video game, video game. How come no one wants a sword or a battle axe for Christmas? <laughs> and I'm just in the theater going, I do. Yes, the, the thing, the thing that I think uh, helps, as far as like the background of like Santa Claus, is that we don't get a lot of who he was prior mm-hmm. to this. Yeah, yeah. And it's something. It's something that's left open to be like, well, sequel, we could do it. We could we can go a little bit more into what that was, but for this one, all you need to know he was a badass with a, with a hammer, and then eventually he became Santa. Claus. He was a bad guy. He was a bad guy. Yeah, and this was kind of and being Santa Claus was kind of his redemption. And he's uh, like he's Kratos, and he's going for the blades of chaos. I'm like I am the same. Now. That 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 when <laughs> the when, hammer move, and it's and it's so well done because when we we learn about who he was with the hammer, and then we see the new hammer, and we, you you as the audience are like. Oh, it's on. It's skull crushing time. I told I told Ryan I'm like this is his this is his rundown rock doesn't use guns moment. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean the whole the whole like the whole hammer fight scene is so well choreographed. I, some I truly will say visceral kills. I will say it's like one of my one knocks on the movie is that I think that that entire sequence is too dark. Mm-hmm. Sure. I do yeah. think that they should have like I get that it's in the shed and everything, but it should have been brighter. No, I agree. Um, lightened up because like it is, it is a dark sequence. I know they're doing good action, and but I can't make out all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I do think it, it's too long in the dark. Yeah, That's I think, fair. I think my only, uh, my only knock against this movie is I would have liked more, um, uh, Christmas related kills. Like because we get sure we get some good ones. We get some really good ones. Like the 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 eye the 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 star, the star. in the eye. Yeah, that was um, a good one. The going up through the chimney with Lake Wasamo. That was pretty good. Yeah. That's a Mortal Kombat. Get, getting icicle. Uh, yeah, getting impaled by the icicle deck or the yeah. Christmas tree decoration, and then getting killed by the icicle. Great Christmas kills. And I, and, I, and the I, candy cane. The thing is, it's kind of it's kind of how you talked about with like love and thunder like you really like love and thunder the only thing you would like more is to have more of love and sure. thunder very much this way i really like this movie i would like it i would like i would still like it if there was i want more mm-hmm. i want you keep giving me more violent night more christmas kills more santa claus puns i'm in baby. i think the only difference is that like i wanted love and thunder to literally have more in that movie yeah. and in this one i would just want another movie yeah yeah that's um, a good point. i know what you mean about like having some more of the kills be christmasy mm-hmm. but um I would have. I am pretty happy with it. Yeah. I I wouldn't have wanted. Oh my god! There's the. I wouldn't have wanted them to try to overstuff. I think anything more than what they did in this movie would be overstuffing it. The Just double the double woodchuck. The two dudes get like like a rope attached to them and they go through the woodchuck together. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, yeah. yeah, that's a good I think one. They, I think they rode such a good line of not overdoing it uh, with puns, with Christmas stuff, without like they they rode that line really well of not 
hamming it up too much or or pushing it in too hard a direction of uh it's this because it's christmas uh like kind of thing um i think they they stayed right in the middle on that santa claus is coming to town i i uh i love johnny legs i'm a big fan of john lacuzamo I think he's an awesome villain. I love that his motivation is that he got caught stealing, so now he hates Christmas. That that is <laughs> and like, accidentally killed his grandpa. And accidentally killed, yeah. Uh, or maybe I or maybe it. I didn't. Yeah, like <laughs> that's such a shitty, dumb reason to be a supervillain on Christmas. And I'm like, yeah. Well, and, well, and I like what it. I especially about it is like you know, and he blames Christmas, and and he blames like he Santa, blames who isn't real. Yes. For <laughs> for not being there, and he's like, and he tells him like, I'm sorry, Jimmy. I can't do. I don't do life I just stuff. I don't do real life stuff. I just deliver the presents. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's I think that's also really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I like, like the 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 when he when he sees all the new all the new people show up. Naughty kids. All all, <laughs> all the new guys kill. Uh, he opens the thing. Is like oh, so many naughty people. Naughty. <laughs> I really like the use of that. Does he keep saying naughty and not yeah. bad? Yeah. Like I really because that's you know it's the naughty nice list. I really like that they don't stray away from like these aren't bad people. They're naughty people. Yeah, yeah. And I <laughs> like that a lot. Also, I just like how the naughty nice list is. I um, love the design interpreted. Of it. Yeah, yeah. How it's not just because you have like other films like in the Santa Claus or an Elf or in Santa Claus. It's this giant list that has trucks and on trucks of of names it's magically digital <laughs> yeah and then whereas in like elf it's just this big giant tome of a book whereas this one it's a magic scroll you open it up and it's like this person's name and it shows you what side they're on Nobody how does it works yeah. who knows i really like um that we get a little bit of talking about like santa claus backstory but like a lot of the reason why he's here doing like why he's like drinking his way through christmas is because him and mrs claus is split up or at least they're almost split up they're going through a rough patch because he's sitting there and he's looking at his ring and he's sitting there in the in the in the shed and he's like, "I wish I could make things better between us." Like, I wish that's were okay. not the read I got. Yeah, I don't, I I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Well, it, I don't. I mean, the the rough patch I probably understood, but I just knew. What was I gonna say? I just like things aren't because the the implication that I got is that he is. Um, and let's uh, and, and and is that he he and Mrs. Claus are not doing okay right now. There's something there's something wrong there. That's that's not what I got. What I got was what he's saying to Trudy because Trudy's talking to him about her parents being a part of that. He's like, I've been with Mrs. Claus for lots and lots of years. He lists them. I forget what the yeah. number is. Uh, and he says and it takes work. That's it. Like he doesn't say there's something bad going on between them. He doesn't say they're in a no, rough patch or anything. It. He doesn't say it. I'm talking about it being implied. The fact that like he's talking about it being, you know, there's there's work. He talks about it in the shed where he's like, I wish, you know, I wish I could tell her something. Yeah, he w- he wishes he could he could see her again because he loves her. Yeah. I didn't get the implication that something was wrong currently in their relationship, though. I thought that he was saying like we've had our ups and downs, but we work on it and we're you know good. I didn't get the implication they were in a bad spot, especially because she sends the stuff at the end of the movie. And she sends okay. the hammer. Honestly, okay. I was kind of, I was kind of hoping for Mrs. Claus cameo. I a hundred percent thought she would be on that shed at the end. That's, a, that's a second movie. Yeah. Like she would like, she would just show up at the end and she's like, here you go, honey. And tosses him. It's the, Diane Lane. <laughs> tosses him his hammer. He goes, yes. He went on a writer, wouldn't it? I guess. If you Cause want. Goldie Hawn is uh, Mrs. Claus in Christmas Chronicles. Hmm. But that was cute. Winona yeah. Ryder would be would be interesting. I know it's like Stranger Things stuff, but like that'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. I I really I I really liked it. I thought that they did a good job of of doing his jadedness and like um his perception on like the world runs on greed and and like that coming from him having been a greedy person even in his time and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Uh, I thought translates really well. Um, 
I really wondered because like the trailers never gave it away, like how Trudy was talking to Santa. Um, because only because like I was like, okay, so he like they find a walkie-talkie, sure. But like because the parents were like, This is a walkie-talkie direct line to Santa, it's magic. And I was like, is it? Um and it but then it's 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 just coming up on the 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 way that that works out though, I thought was really good. Yeah, yeah. Could have been like Christmas it felt spirit. organic. Could have been like a, the trailers make it imply that like Christmas spirit has connected her to, to Santa Claus because she needs a savior. Mm -hmm. But it felt organic because it's like it's the dad having to find it in the closet that he later ends up in, which is what allows him to be able to talk on it with her. Uh like it all kind of worked out instead of like you could have you could have fumbled that in a way where it felt like well, we really need to find a way for them to talk to each other. And it it really felt like it worked. And then, yeah, that moment when like when the dad confronts her, like, I'm really talking to Santa. It's like, no, you're not. Like, that was mine. I know it's not uh -huh, real. Yeah. I'm like, bro, she actually is, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's your daughter. I, I just love how when you're watching a film and you get to the part where it's like, oh, I'm talking to Santa. It's Santa. He's real. And you, all the adults are like, no, he's not. He's not real. Surprise. Yes, he is. Because as an audience member, you're like, yeah, well, he they, is. Even when they see, even when they see Santa Claus, they're not like, okay, so this is just some weird dude in a Santa suit. Like, yeah, it's like doing it, here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like he like, mentions like at one point, like, oh, he's just using tricks or something, whatever. Yeah, uh, like when uh when Scrooge, Jimmy Jungle when he gets the list and opens it up, and then he gets the sudden realization of, oh shit, you yeah, real murdered my best friend. Oh, yeah, no, geez, come on, Jimmy. The, that, that was the leader really of the Kill Squad. The leader of the Kill Squad is like, I don't know what's going on here. I just know you have to die. Yeah, yeah, uh -huh. yeah. man. But just like the um the realization that stands real to Scrooge, I thought was a really cool moment in the movie. Cause yeah. I was like, cause he's the entire film. He's just thinking, this is just some rando do at Santa. I don't know who this is, what his, what his deal is, but he's messing evil with dies tonight. I'm sorry. Christmas dies. <laughs> Christmas tonight. dies tonight. Oh my God. And then you get to that scene. It's like, this is actually, it turned into a really good yeah, fight. Yeah. That, that, that final fight is great. And then the way that like the mortal Kombat fatality ending is, is like, I like, I, even though so like, good. The, the, it was presented there like I didn't see it coming, even though like you I, what I what I thought was gonna happen is that he was gonna like use the chimney to get away from him and then attack him from above. I also <laughs> did. I, also uh, did. I did not anticipate the way it, it takes, played out. And yeah, you yeah. see him, he gets yeah, yeah. stuck he in the chimney folded. Yes. folded up there. Yes, just so a torso good. left. Oh god. That's a way to go, baby. Yeah, I, I think this movie is really, really great. Mm -hmm. Brought back like, to life honestly. with Christmas magic. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's, yeah, it was a really, we had like very little people in our theater, but like everyone was having a good time. So. Mine too. Yeah. Yeah, I also had a, a small audience, but they, but they were, everyone was cheering by the end. Mm -hmm. Like that, that last kill is yeah, so, so A good. lot of people in my theater, myself, Fanny, and the people who shared our theater with us, we were like, ooh, when like some like really violent kills were going on or just like the Home Alone stuff, we were, I, yeah, like, Bjorn and Kira, I remember their names because like I I thought they were so funny and like the way that they just get taken up by this little girl. I'm like, yeah. man, Home Alone would really mess people up. <laughs> I did like how um, they call each other by their codenames the whole night. Oh yeah, like until Santa says Bjorn. Yeah, and then it's just and then they're like, we're we gonna use these like codenames the rest of the night. They're freaking dumb. It's like tis the season. Scrooge. Yeah, I I, I, uh, I I the action is great. The harbor is great. Like this, like this is the kind of this is the kind of action film I think Harbor needed. Uh, I will point out that there's one member of the crew I don't think we ever see get got, and it's the one who opened the safe. Peppermint. Oh, Peppermint. Right. Oh yeah. Or no, was that Sugar Plum? No, I think. It was, uh, uh, we, we all know it's who some is. Christmas candy. It's, it's not candy cane. I think it's Sugar Plum. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, she opens it lady. and we never see her again. Yo, she That's got true. she got out. She's smart. She she didn't get killed. She saw all the bodies. I'm like, I'm out. 
Yeah, I did my job. I'm gonna go out the back door. Mm-hmm. She's in her own movie. <laughs> Gets her paycheck later. That'll be that'll be the third one. Die Hard three. She's coming for revenge. Oh my god! You know, yeah. you know what she does? She picks up all the like the hundred dollar bills that are still on the bottom, the floor of the safe, and just like, yeah, it's not the biggest pay, but I'm just gonna get out while the getting's good. I got a feeling if she's cracking safe like that, she doesn't need a couple hundred bucks. True. I don't know if I want to see like a John Wick style five film franchise out of this, but I would like to see a sequel. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, there's absolutely opportunity to like expand on the mythology. Like they've mentioned the Easter Bunny multiple times. I'm like, that I could see a sequel with like a like an Easter Bunny heist thing. Uh, but like it has to be really good. And like if you bring back the whole team, Mm -hmm. there's no reason that that can't happen again. Cause like look at Taken or John Wick or any of those movies. So like, well, don't look at Taken. Well, the first is terrible. Well, I thought Taken 2 is fine. I didn't see, I don't remember three. Um, but like these type of things can turn in the franchise and they can be good. I think that the hard thing is that like, it's very hard to justify why Santa would have to kick ass more than once. That's the thing. Yeah. Uh, and like, and, and that's the thing, like if it were a studio that could, could do something like, really genre different but they're they're an action-based studio i would never fault them for that but like if you could do something else with david harbour santa taking a different direction sure but like that's how how do you make santa organically have to do this kind of violence again that's what i'm saying one more film out of this i'd be happy oh uh also if this were if this were how the santa claus actually rebooted and this were tim allen's final santa claus performance i think the movie would be really cool too (laughs) if he had to face the original santa That'd be interesting. I think that would be that's uh, the one Tamala movie I would see. What I'm what I'm more open to Ooh, is like with Krampus. What I'm more open to is any opportunity like where like Krampus, anything owned by Universal would be featuring something Christmas related. If you want to have it be David Harbour Santa and say it's canon, I I would be down with that. He shows uh, up. whatever context that might. Did Universal also make? Ends. Uh, didn't Universal also make the Krampus movie? Oh, maybe. I want to say yes because they. Yeah, do. because it's the guy who directed God, uh, the Godzilla uh, Kong, whatever. No, but yeah. that would have been Warner Brothers. Oh. Maybe it was. I have Warner a good Brothers. reason why, after all this time, Krampus and Santa got beef. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd I was good because I want to say maybe. I'd watch this Santa fight oh, Krampus. Oh, got it. Instead of instead of uh, him going to a diehard location, Krampus comes to the North Pole and he has to defend it with the elves. Yeah, that's I how you get that. your. That's how you get your. I mean, uh, the re- the reality yeah. is that you want to look to the Klaus comics and then just start adapting things out yeah, of that for this true. for David yeah, Harbour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but which, t- which winter? But at the same time, Krampus invading the North Pole and and fighting Santa, I'd watch the shit out. It of It is, that. and it's a previous Santa who would be the new Krampus. Who would be Krampus? Actually, yeah. you're you're kind of right about the Klaus comics because like. When he's talking, this is the only time that it reminded me of, of these comics because otherwise the backstory is very different. But when he's talking about, like, I don't know how the magic works, Klaus doesn't know how the magic works. Right. He was just gifted to be Santa Claus. He was picked by someone to be mm-hmm. Santa Claus. Uh, and, and then he does that for, for the rest of his, for the rest of eternity. Right. Uh, and I don't know if that was an inspiration, but I like I appreciated it, even if it mm-hmm. was, even if it wasn't. Yeah, you, you, you can. There's stories you could tell. Sadly. Like we can't get what I really want, which is the predator comes down on Christmas Eve, um, and then you get Santa versus the predator, which is what I really want. Or how about this origin story? We find out how he became Santa Claus, and it's versus the Krampus. He fought the Krampus. Mm-hmm. Krampus is an old mythology in the Santa. That's, that's, honestly, I take anything with Krampus at this point. <laughs> have you seen the movie too. Krampus? I have, yeah. Good. It's a good movie. Good and movie. I really enjoyed that movie too. Also, the reason why I'm thinking it's Universal is because there was a Universal Horror Nights maze oh, for the Krampus. For Krampus. It's true. That could it. be. But was, you're but Warner was bleh, Warner does have a deal with Universal to do some of their mazes every once in a while. So I could, think it's I think it's Warner. It, it might be Warner, but I, either way, um, just a fight with Krampus. I would I would watch that because yeah. I still had fun with this movie. 
yeah, I think uh, it wouldn't. It wouldn't matter. It doesn't have to be the Krampus no. from the Krampus movie because True. Krampus is True. It's not an IP that exactly. is. They have to get copyright for. Yeah, you just have to have a Krampus, and then haha. I thought it's a fictional movie. You can do whatever that whatever you want. That <laughs> very is. true. Also true. Are Hold you on. looking up who distributed the? I Krampus. am. It's Universal <laughs> Pictures. Oh, okay. Michael Doherty, you want to come back? Krampus v Harbor. If you want to go really up your own butt, but I'd watch it. You could have Santa versus Michael Myers. Santa versus the Christmas and Evil Dies Tonight. Yeah, yeah. I figured it out, guys. Hmm. Fast and Furious Christmas special. <sighs> That's all about family. It's all about family, baby. So sure. does Santa sure. get his reindeer replaced with by 12 Dodge Chargers? If they know what's good oh for them. Or six Dodge Chargers? That image in my brain is so funny right now. <laughs> <laughs> Him on it's like, you know what it, You know what it is? It's the Mercedes-Benz commercial, oh but with God. Dodge Chargers. <laughs> I like that the reindeer came back for him with a second with a second bag. Like, yo, you went back to get my my spare bag. You guys, I can't say I can't mad say at you. Bad. He's like giving shit to the reindeer the whole time, like him pooping on this, the roof. And then it's like, oh, I like, missed yeah. you, boys. I, I say, missed you. I will say I was thinking about it while we were watching it. That I'm like, this movie almost went up to the line of doing something I've always wanted Christmas movies involving Santa to do, which is properly explain adults not believing in Santa. Why but are there? But not uh, not noticing that gifts that show up for the kids from Santa yes. show like it, that's pretty oh, yeah. I don't think that's ever really been but, but it's like yeah. they were almost there with this movie which is like the interpretation I thought they were going to go for when I was watching is I thought they were going to say like the magic makes them kind of not notice or be like oh like implant in their brain they pick that up yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's part of not believing is not seeing it that way yeah but so like they see the gift the gift comes from Santa and they're like right Oh yeah, I got that too, and that's like the logic. And I thought they were gonna go there with explaining it, but they didn't. I I actually yeah. do like the reasons. Like I I bring presents to kids who need it. Like if yes. your parents can afford Amazon, then you know what you're getting. You're still getting presents regardless. And, that, and that's the thing. But he comes down the chimney, and, and he comes down the chimney, and very many. I like his I like his thing where he's coming down the chimney. The montage of seeing all the different presents. Like there's there's one tree that just has Amazon gifts around the tree. Yeah. There's one whose dad is sleeping. There's a baby, and then the dad and he gives the dad coal and takes his beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's there's like you see him being like well it's like uh, and he gets he gets lists when he gets down the chimney it says like cash 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 DVD and it's like and he's just sitting there going like it's well, cash and video games and it's only video, those yeah. two things I mean that's what I want I mean I mean I'll take cash I mean I mean yeah look at that it's on the they want cash to buy their digital video games ah <laughs> uh, yeah yeah gotta buy all that Fortnite bling that's true yeah I I oh, I, right. I, I like this movie a hell of a lot it was a really good time yeah Shall we rate it eight point five. Nine. 5, 9 I'd say 8 I'm going to go with a 9 I like this movie a lot I think for everything that it set out to be and what it what resources it had I think it nails a 9 I yeah. think so too I think you know it, it it sets out to be a specific movie it does that movie very well I I would give the movie a lower score if we spent any more time on the grandma or the sister because like we just didn't need to but I think it was just the right amount to not like them and not care about them and then move on I actually yeah. really I really liked how how uh, uh, annoying the, the, the sister was. Yeah, I bet yeah, she, she was really I think it, good. I think it works character. for that. And yeah, yeah. and I I liked what I really liked about the grandma is that she just could not fathom that John Leguizamo's character had gotten all the information. Mm-hmm. And so every time she's revealing, he's like, "I know every single bit of this. Yeah, damn it, I know it." Except you didn't know that her son was going to steal all of her money. Yeah, <laughs> except actually, for that. <laughs> I actually like the bit where like when. I was expecting like the reveal for some big reveal where the son finally steps up to stands up to the mom and the mom's like, okay, now I get to see all the money. Yeah. But then when she's like, when they're going to the manger with the baby Jesus and that's where he hid the cash and she's like, 
you did what we all were supposed to do. We're supposed to backstab. I'm proud of you. I'm like, I don't think you should be proud of that, but okay. Yeah. I saved their lives. I 100% thought that the son was going to be in on it the whole time. And we were going to find out at the very end. I didn't think that's where we were going because I was like, that that made him, I think because we're supposed to feel kind of empathetic and bad for him. I think that made him too villainous. Um, I still think the like, so I was going to steal $300 million. And she's like, you think that the way that we work out this relationship is getting away from your mother's son with all of her money or a bunch of her money. And he's like, mm, now that you say it out loud. And I'm like, well, yeah, that was pretty stupid. Uh, yeah. All right. But I do enjoy the parents like Trudy's parents quite a bit. They gave her mom a good amount to do. They yeah. did. Yeah, they did. And also, I must say, as much as I don't like the sister or the or the sister's son, I do love the scene with Krampus where they're like, shoot her. No, shoot him. Actually, no, shoot the bitch. Her. Shoot that bitch first. That, <laughs> that, that whole scene is Oh, you're a gold digger. Yeah, yeah. The husband, the, the boyfriend, the, the, the movie star, the movie star. I love the gift he gives. He gave you the gift of this pitch of opportunity. Pitch of opportunity. <laughs> oh, wow. my God. So bad. All right. Love I it. think that'll do it for our Violent Night discussion. Super fun. Uh, hope you had a chance to check it out in theaters or check it out later. It'll be on DVD around and streaming. I have to soon. say, I have to say, this year, good year for Christmas movies. Good year for media. Yeah, true. It's true, all of it. All right, friends, we're moving on from there, and we're going to talk about a mini year in review, <laughs> coupled with some of the biggest surprises of the year. Sparks. Um, this is mostly a mini year in review, talking about stuff related to the podcast not so much about like you know we're not doing our year wrap-up that comes in january may yes. i take this over oh if you must because i went through Pelk. every episode that we put out this year jesus and i want to tell you guys all about it because <clears throat> i'm proud of us as always and i always come every year every year sparks you you create all these wonderful christmas specials for us and i'm never prepared <laughs> never ever ever that's Me true i'm always like uh i guess this but let me run through some some things for you guys if you guys don't mind let's I mean, take I'm a already trip here down memory lane all right this year we hit 300 episodes that's true that is a, that is was, a major milestone there. that we did here we go 10 basement arcade episodes including mortal kombat x four spooktobers elden ring 15 Basement Arcade Pause Menus. Congratulations, Ben. Wonderful episodes. Thank you. Do you want to say anything about some of those? Do you have any favorites that you, in your in your, in your head right now? Ready to go. Oh, actually, I, I want I, favorites from this year. I want to say my most recent one with um, Dynegy Retro when we were talking about um, Portland Retro Gaming Expo because that was the first time I've ever been. He, that was his second. Mm -hmm. And just being able to talk about it with someone who's been before and Talk to him through, as the le through the lens of someone who's never been to that uh, expo before. Mm -hmm. That was really fun to do. You also did. Um, I will interject real quick and say that all of Brandon's numbers are only accurate as of December 11th. That is true. All of my numbers <laughs> are accurate as of December 11th. True. Um, there will be the thing is because we pre re record this uh, uh, weeks in, weeks in advance of actual Christmas. These are as close. These are pretty close because no doubt we'll put out like a hundred episodes between now and then. With an asterisk, yeah. But there is an asterisk here. Some of these episodes, some of these shows will have new episodes before the new year, but. This is what we got so far. Ben, you also did um, a Kingdom Hearts discussion. I did. There was a, oh, that was really fun with Alessa Roca. Yeah. There was a Nintendo Direct episode that mm -hmm. hijacked our Fickner podcast episode. That was the topic for that episode, as well as a Basement Arcade. So mm -hmm. there you go. Uh, there were two fake nerd podcast review specials with Nope and 3,000 Years of Longing. That's true. And there will probably be more uh, because we wanted to do a <laughs> few more. So there, there will have been more up until this point. 
three Fakner podcast specials. I will name them in a minute. One Fakner book club, which was a review that I did with uh, Ryan Porter, um, who wrote um, Rogue Sun. Um, I was really excited to do that. That was fun. 41 Fakner podcast episodes. Of the main show of the Fickner podcast, the Mothership Show, there are 41 episodes. That number is not going to change. That show is on hiatus at this moment, but there are 41 of those episodes that were released. We took many breaks this year. Again, rough year. We had I, to. Hey, 41 out of 52 is not a bad number. That is, that's a passing grade. That is true. Of all the shows we did, we did mostly Fickner to watch episodes. That doesn't shock me at all. <laughs> that does not shock me. With 53. That tracks. That tracks. <laughs> if we had the power, there would have been more. <laughs> there were 53 fake nerds watch episodes. We did Hawkeye. We did Star Trek Discovery. Well, I did. Book of Boba Fett. Peacemaker. Star Trek Picard. Moon Knight. Strange New Worlds. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Stranger Things. The Boys. Miss Marvel. Umbrella Academy. House of the Dragon. She-Hulk. Lord of the Rings. Andor. All those shows. It's a lot of shows. Covered in full. Um, Hawkeye was, uh, we did the last half of Hawkeye. At the beginning of, At the the year. Beginning of mm-hmm. this year. So it does, it did make the cut. Um, we did, in the beginning of the year, we did all the Matrix episodes. And now I'm just kind of... So good. Now I'm just kind of t- telling you guys some highlights that I've, that I've gotten because we're not going to go through every episode. No, the Matrix the Matrix episodes, I think about fondly. That was a hell of a way to kick off 2022. Also, our like, most reviewed, uh, our most listened to episode on Oh the my Matrix God, channel. our Matrix Resurrections review has over a thousand. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No, yeah. it's over a thousand views. Wow, that's incredible. And I guarantee a lot of it's because our, it's a positive. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> they were like, what do you mean positive? I don't like that. <laughs> or they were excited to finally read it. Hear I it love positive. that. A positive review. Yes, we did the Matrix episodes. We covered uh, the first three Matrix films as well as the Animatrix. And then we reviewed Matrix Resurrections, which was a 2020 move, a 2021 movie that we reviewed in 2022. Guys, I'm so at the end of the year. I am so proud of those Matrix episodes. Me too. I think those were great discussions. I read a I was really happy to do those. I'm a big fan of the Matrix. It was really exciting to remember why. I was such a big fan of those films. And Matrix Resurrections, I think I'll, I speak for all of us when I say it is a great movie. It's true. Come at me. I dare you. Do it. Don't. I'm have a, I have a short temper. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Um, we also did a Fake Nerds Award show. Yeah, the first one. The first ever That's one. That's going to be a staple. Uh, I love staples. That is what that is uh, one of the highlights that we did this year is the Fake Nerds Awards uh, that Sparks organized. We had people vote. We had some fan votes. We had some friends vote. We and usually we, usually my best ideas come up at the last minute and I have to put it together. So the first time it's always a little bumpy. And this was one of those where I was like, we should do this. Oh, we have a week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But it worked out. It paid off. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we built some graphics for it. We And we want to do uh, and next year. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a special. We'll, we'll, we're going to be doing more. There yeah. will be more Fake Nerds Award shows every year. The fakies. One of the Basement Arcade Pause menu episodes, Ben, we hijacked for a Miles Morales review. We finally got that game done. You it's did. true. We did that. Um, we also did all 25 Pixar films. Oh, yeah. yeah. We covered all 25 Pixar films, which was a good discussion by all, this, by all accounts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we reached our sixth anniversary. Why am true? So we had our sixth anniversary special this year one of our specials jurassic franchise sparks you and i finally talked about the first five jurassic films in the lead-up to jurassic world yeah that was that was a super impromptu one also yeah we decided to do that last minute because we realized we both had watched them (laughs) in the past week (laughs) i was looking at your letterbox i was like oh you're doing this too (laughs) and we were both like 
I get, can we do this? Can we do this mm-hmm. like right now? Mm-hmm. Did not think that would be a two and a half hour discussion. No, but I was happy it was because we got to talk about <clears throat> our love of Jurassic of the Lost World Jurassic Park. Yeah, which we don't have not gotten to do on air. Nope, we do. do we, we, we really love that movie. And I got to talk about my unfortunate newfound love of Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. That's that's true. That also happened. Yeah. So go it's back. really funny to listen to Brandon's original review and that back to back. And both of those are actually really close together. So you can do that. Um, yeah. So that was also one of these specials. Now, based on Arcade Posman, you also reached a a milestone that you guys have been wanting to do for a while, which are the quarterlies. Yeah, oh, that's true. Both of these guys on my left thought it might not happen, but I was I was persistent and you I guaranteed it would. Uh, our Q1 was a little funky this year. We had to yeah. combine it with Q2 because um, life. Ryan and I stopped living where we lived, sure. so it kind of got a little bumpy for a second there. Just a wee little funky, but then mm. Q3 happened. And we were Q3 able to get was that. awesome. Yeah, we were able to get Q3 out, and now we're just waiting for Q4. Q4 is either up already or coming up soon. Yes. Oh. This is why the Basement Arcade Pause menu is we'll probably have an asterisk next yes. to it as well. Yeah. Those numbers. Um, we also, the only, so, okay, so the only comic book discussion that we had, when normally we, not only comic book discussion, that's wrong. Um, the only I'll say every week's a comic book discussion, baby. We often, what we like to do on the show is compare the first volume of a comic book to the first couple episodes of a comic book TV show. It's a lot of fun. I really like doing it. The only one we did this year was Paper Girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was there it. just wasn't enough time for some of the others. There were other shows that we wanted to do, just we didn't get the chance to. Nope. Um, but Paper Girls was, was that. The media kept coming and it didn't stop coming. It was a lot this year. Like a lot of people were talking about the scheduling of it all was, was really rough. Yeah. Like it's, it, I don't think it should have been this rough. Some things got buried and some things maybe just shouldn't have come out at the same time. Yes. <laughs> um, there was also the return of Mike Matola. Yeah. After two years, Mike Matola returned Mike, with a Mike, Mike. Mike's Impossible Movie Trivia Challenge for House. Nope. How to Train a Dragon. Damn, Hot D. Talk about Hot D. Yes. Hot House D. of a Dragon. That was a fun one. That was. I was really happy to get him back. It's been something that he and I have been working on. Oh, for years trying to get him on the show but it just never worked out scheduling wise mostly with me and the show and things like that but finally i think we decided on the best bet which is one of the reasons why we skipped so many shows this year was because you know what we, when we were younger in the early days of the podcast and I'm, i i kind of miss doing it when we when we would get together and we would record multiple shows in one day because we would do this together all sure. the time mm-hmm. we get together we would record multiple shows because we, you know, we were hanging out we were just doing this we can't do that when we're doing it virtually and we can, but it's more difficult. And we decided that, you know, instead to, of, to be honest, like, like full, full insider baseball, I think I speak for everyone, but I definitely speak for me personally is that I find it more energy draining to try and do it virtually than I do in person. I do too. Um, there's yeah. just something about like trying to put that energy into a computer screen rather than sitting next to you guys and doing it. That, mm-hmm. that makes it hard to want to do that for many, many, many hours in a day. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I could do this, much longer yes yeah here like doing it live like now you don't feel the time going by like when we were finished with our violent night discussion i'm like we were only talking about this movie for like what 15 20 minutes and i'm probably gonna look at the time clock. i was like shit we talked about it for that long and doing it live in person is just a lot better than it is virtually because i feel virtually you have a timer you have your clock you have a bunch of other things to distract you and whatnot yeah the distract i think for me the distractions in my own office which is very messy right now admittedly are the kind of words like was like I'm you know I'm looking over I'm looking around but here you know, I'm really engaged with you guys mm-hmm. and I'm really enjoying the conversation not that I'm not always right but like it's it's the energy is just different. the energy yeah. is just different I mean you, you, we were given pilk earlier 
We drank pills. There's still some in front of me. And still got a full glass. That's lies. I finished mine earlier. I'm not drinking that. Anybody listening on the audio, he lied. He has not had his full glass. No. uh -uh. Lies. Lies. Has no idea. Audio, I drank mine earlier. You guys said so. I'm going to edit the cut so it looks like Ben never no, you are not. initial glass. No, you are not. So, I can see his full glass right there. So, can you stop? It's right there. It's right there. So Mr. Ryan's is empty. <laughs> so, 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 instead, so instead of doing, instead of doing a full day recording, we had, we, we just did a Mike's Impossible Movie Trivia Challenge. We did do that live anyway. That was our first live one outside of our comic, out of our Comic-Con panel. If you remember that we did a Comic-Con panel a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I actually sent that video to the Log Movie Club because we did um, uh, Night Before Christmas yesterday. Nice. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, so that was really fun to do. I love How to Train Your Dragon. I love Mike Matola. I hope we can get him on a lot more next year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we started this episode at 267. We ended it with, two, with 308. I'm not going to read all these names, but... Um, we did do a hype discussion earlier. I want to just, I just want to kind of like go back earlier when we were doing some topics. We did a discussion on hype. I'd forgotten about that topic. We just talked about like the effects that hype has on media. Was this was, this year? It was this year. It was early this year, right after wow. Matrix. Yeah. Wow. 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 So some of the reviews, I'm not going to list all the reviews that we did. Just to guys remind you, Nightmare Alley, the Batman. The Adam Project, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Song of the Hedgehog 2, The Northman, uh, what else? Jurassic World Dominion, obviously. Lightyear, The Black Phone. I didn't review Jurassic World Dominion. You'd, well, you were on it. I ask great questions. <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> we reviewed Thor, Love and Thunder, Prey, Day Shift, Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Man, what a year. Do Revenge, Werewolf by Night, Halloween Ends, which Ben was not on. We still don't know what he thinks of it. I know we know what he no, thinks of do. it. <laughs> I just need I just don't know what you guys think of it because I still need to listen to it. So. Willow, Strange World, and then we ended it with Avatar. Now those are just some of them. We've done way more like Top Gun Maverick. We've done way more reviews. We did a lot of reviews of movies this year. If it's a big movie, we probably talked about it. As far as review specials, I mentioned we you got you uh, Sparks and Ryan, you did nope. Yeah, God, that's a damn good movie. I'm yeah. so glad that we went out of our way. To be honest with you, like there were even more things. Like it was a full year. And there was personal stuff going on. So like it was both things because there were there were I'll name it. There was a movie, The Woman King. I, was about that to I really want to see in review. We were trying to see that. And I'll tell you weeks. right now, I pre-ordered that 4K Blu-ray. It's coming next week. I'm going to watch it. And if I feel the need to talk about it, he's talking about it. <laughs> it's the director of The Old Guard. I didn't know that. Man, I'm so I didn't know that. I'm so ready to watch it. Yeah, me too. Good for him. Her. Uh, oh, the director of The Old Guard is a woman. Yes. Interesting. Good for her. Um, and then 3,000 Years of Longing. Sorry, I was wrong. There were three review specials because Black Adam is also a review that special. That was a review special. Oh, yeah, that was. Ben, ben came out ready to kill it. Um, <laughs> just like Black Adam. Yeah. Just like the box office did. Uh, interesting. Interesting. Uh, I wasn't on the Black Adam one. And nope. Ben wasn't on the 3,000 Years of Longing one. Nope. And then both Ben and I weren't on Nope. So yeah. there was no no uh, fake new review special that had all four of there us. Were, there were a lot of... there were the, it, Also in your reviews, like I missed... Uh, I missed the Northman and yes, Black yes. Phone. Yeah, I yeah. believe. And those are both great movies. Yeah, uh, and Ryan missed a couple. Uh, mm-hmm. Turning Red, notably. Yeah, which, that's, is, which is on my top ten. You were. Uh, <laughs> I remember when we came back to talk about Pixar. You were super upset that you missed Turning yeah. Red for our review special because yeah. you love that movie. There I, were just there were just so many things, and like we had to just admit when like you know you gotta keep moving and yeah. go without me. I mean, I even saw Three Thousand Years of Longing, but then just when you guys were like, "Hey, let's schedule it for this," something came up on my end. I'm like, "Shit, I can't do it." I'm sorry. Well, I feel yeah. like that. I, I, I don't. Like I don't want us to forget Chippendale Rescue Rangers or the Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, which we also reviewed. We did this year. Chippendale. Chippendale. Yeah. Chippendale. 
Hell yeah. I did like that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. We did 37 book clubs this year. Out of 41 episodes, there were 37 book clubs. There was only one episode of the book club uh, show, which was a review, so it wasn't actually an episode of the book club. Um, Just going to read highlights for these uh, from all of us. Uh, so so one so the first one we did Justice League Avengers Justice League, yeah Justice League Avengers, mm-hmm. which we did in the beginning of the year. George Perez passed. Uh, that was well he, I, we did that before he passed, but he did pass. Um, I did that High Republic. Ryan brought uh, High Republic to the book club. That was man, yeah, I did. That was a while ago. Ryan uh, said, "Yeah, he did for the audio listeners." Yes, I did. <laughs> ben brought Once in Future to the book club, Volume One. I did. He yeah. Did. And you brought moon cakes. Moon cakes, yeah. Moon I cakes. did. That was cute. To the I, bring, I bring weird things. Uh, and, uh, it's not weird. It's, there it's were, cute and good. There were many more book clubs, but those are kind of the highlights I, I felt from each of us. You don't want to highlight Sonic the Hedgehog Volume 3, The Battle for Age July. I definitely don't, actually. <laughs> <laughs> our I last you, book club, Our last book club of the year, Sonic the Hedgehog Volume 3, Battle for Angel Island. Uh, yeah, so that's basically our year in review we did a lot of stuff. It's true. Uh, so real quickly, Spooktober was Layers of Fear, Resident Evil Village, Five Nights at Freddy VR, and Slender. Expect expect more in the future. So I want we're packing. We're packing some now lunches. that we live here. We're go- next year. We're gonna start hell early. Y'all, it's, we're gonna have so much. Ben's gonna I... getting to like install a catheter. He's gonna be shitting. Not only so that. Hey, Choo Choo Charles just came out. I know. Oh, I was just man. about to say that. I was just about to say that, you mother effer. I've been watching some gameplay. That you son of a bitch. I was up. just about to say Two True Dolls just came out. And I'm like, fuck, not again. So um, I, I don't really want to talk about this on the like year 2022 wrap-up when we're doing it uh, next year. So I'll mention it here that like Ryan and I are actively discussing and, and working on like what our recording setup is going to be, how we're going to be orienting the show. We want to make changes visually to what you see. We want to make changes to our environment. We want to do more in-person recording when possible and actually have a functional, nice space. So we're working on it. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. We have the room in the house to do that. We just, it takes work. So um, it's really cool. Cause it's like, it has a secret entrance. And I thought that was the coolest shit. So, so we'll, we'll, we'll get there and it's a goal. And hopefully sometime in the next year, that's something we're going to accomplish. Oh yeah. The thing that I wanted to highlight but this year is to, is to just kind of look at like our, our accomplishments this year. We did some really good episodes. We did a lot of fun discussions. We reviewed some really good movies. We reviewed some really good TV shows. Um, Basement Arcade, Basement Arcade Pause Mini kicked off in a big way this year. Um, it won an award this year. Yeah, like it's <laughs> true. Like, like, uh, just to, not to, not to, not to, not to rain pra- praise down on, on Mr. Ben Magna for a second. But yes, uh, there was an award show that both Congress Station and Basement Arcade Posman were up for, and, ba- and Basement Arcade Posman won. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Um, you also started, uh, 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 you also started going over to Grayson Live a bunch, mm-hmm. doing a bunch of episodes with him, uh, and Dean Dark. Yep. Dan Dark, your new your new podcast, Dan Dark. Of the of the four of us, Ben is podcaster of the year. <laughs> Absolutely. It's true. Um, like look, I I love it when we can do as much stuff as we can cram in possible. And 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 I, I like that's just how my brain goes. Like I'm always <laughs> on to the next thing. I'm always want to pile on more. I've got space here, I can add here. And uh, you know, you, you sometimes it's really good for me, especially to look at like, hey, look at all the look at all that we accomplished this year. Not in, not only just Dean Dark, but even in the very tail end of this year, um, myself, Alyssa, who was a guest on Pause Man, she was the get my guest on the Kingdom Hearts episode, 
And I was a guest twice on Lack of Genius podcast, Kevin and John. And they asked myself and Alyssa to do another once a month show, Lack of Genius Movie Club. And that started, and I'm on the first episode, which is where we talk about Star Trek II, Wrath of Khan. And then this, the, the episode's not up yet. It should be coming up soon, hopefully. It's Nightmare Before Christmas. So, did you, did you mean movie club? Yeah. What you said, I said book club. Damn it! I meant movie club. It's okay. I meant, yeah, Lack of Genius movie club. So, um, I mean, that one I've, I've told him is like, hey, I'm, I'm going to try and be on as, as much as I can, but you all know my schedule. <laughs> and and uh, Ben's going to come and be like, let me tell you the story of how one time I won a Mike Matola poster of this movie. <laughs> I did tell him about that. <laughs> I know you, Ben. Yeah, um, that was okay. That's the one time where I absolutely smoked all three of you in, in, in his impossible movie trivia challenge. I'm proud of that moment. And I, I, I just kind of like what the one of the main reasons why I wanted to look at all all of what we did this year, go through every episode, go through every every accomplishment, everything that I everything is because you know I had a really rough year. It's no secret that my dad died this year, and it, and and I was doing almost weekly discussions with uh, Cookie from Just a Little Podcast, and in the beginning of the year, uh, Mike. My, uh, uh, Michael Carls, I forgot his name. Michael Carls from the Downright Nerdy Podcast. Uh, just had a child recently. Congratulations, Mazel Tov. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Star Trek discussions. I loved doing those Star Trek discussions. I did not start those this year. I started those last year, but we did a bunch of them this year. Um, uh, and and we couldn't keep going because of the situation with my family, and that sucked. I couldn't get conversation out this year because of the situation with my family, and that sucked. And so, like, I, I by the end of the year, I was looking at myself by my failures. Or what I or what I thought as my failures, and so one of the reasons, one of the things that was important for me is to look at all these things and be like, no, we did so much, yeah. And yeah. I think it is it is it is important to look at our year and and be like, you know what? Congratulations, guys. You on a, on a solid 2022. Yes. I'm really happy to do this with you guys, and we're going to continue to do this in 2023. And I'm really happy with all the stuff mm-hmm. that we did this year. Yeah, you you absolutely nailed the head because. You've been you've been through a whole lot of shit. All all, th- all four of us have. I mean, you specifically, Brian, been through a whole bunch of shit. Sparks has been through shit the past few year the the past year and a half. And you're right. We have because there are times throughout this year I've also been looking at my failures, like my failure to not get out of my current job, the failure of me not getting other places. But then just looking at the accomplishments we did, all the stuff we've been doing for this show, all the stuff we've been doing our extra extracurriculars. I mean, shit, I got published this year. I'm still getting published. Holy crap. I cannot believe that's still happening. And the fact that Basement Arcade is still going strong, the fact that Posman is going strong and these guys want to do more stuff with me, the fact that he said, let's do a quarterly everything about and just talk and just talk about news and stuff in video games. I'm like, hell yeah. Ben, real talk. The only reason that we don't do more is because our schedules aren't aligned. Exactly. There would be twice as many video game stuff out if (laughs) we could hang out more. You are 100%, 100% right. Yeah. 100% right. But the fact that we've been able to do what we have done, even with the limited time that we have, I think it's a testament to, I, I want to say our drive, but the fact that we just love doing this shit. Yeah. And this shit is truly fun. I, we have 541 videos on our YouTube channel. And we did not start the YouTube channel when we started this podcast. No, we did not. That's been in, what, since like, the pandemic? We just, we just hit our four-year anniversary recently. For the, vid- for the videos? Mm-hmm. For the videos. So wow. six years... Uh, over six years for uh, audio mm-hmm. and then four years yeah. for video. Yeah. So like, you know, add two more years to that number. Like, it's crazy. Um, you know, I was Ben talked about his own personal accomplishment of being, being published again. Congratulations, sir. Um, I wrote more pieces this year than I have any other year combined. 
I was a writing machine this year. It was fantastic. I, I wrote some pieces that I'm so proud of that I wish people watched, uh, that I wish people uh, read more. Um, I, you know, again, let me just, let me just kind of plea a little bit. Like I, I, I put my heart and soul in a lot of these pieces and I want people to read them. You can read my list. Sure. I'm really glad to get the money from the list, but read the pieces that I, that I actually care about. Not to say I don't care about the list, <clears throat> but he doesn't. Um, <laughs> I didn't say it. Read between um, the lines. I put, here's the thing. I put a lot of work into those lists. I put a lot of research into them. They're easier than the pieces that I, that I, that I put out for atomic geekdom and Kaiju ramen. They just are. They're they're simple and structured and it's fine. I get paid for them. Yeah, you get boom, 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 and then you can do the fun stuff. And then I get and then the the fun stuff of the stuff that I'm diving deep into. I'm really going into like research and things like that and writing long pieces. I uh, there's will probably have been a three page piece that has come out of um, the costume design, not the costume designer, casting director for Marvel Studios, Sarah Finn. Um, I wrote a piece about her that's coming out soon. That's coming out soon at the time of this recording. Probably out by the time you you're listening to this. So check it out. I love doing those pieces. I love them so much. And I, I want to keep doing them. I want to write more and more and more and more. And I, I, I would love it if people would, uh, if people like put eyes on those Brand, and supported those. Don't you just love it when you get into that groove and you think, oh, okay, I'm only going to hit like maybe 700 words or so. And then it turns into like 1400. And you're like, oh shit. And does it feel like it, you took two hours to write it? I don't remember the last time I wrote a 700 word piece. <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, that, my pieces are far longer than that now, but I love oh, it. Oh, really? <laughs> but I love it. I really, I really love it. And and I'm really happy that I got the opportunity to do that this year. That is my own kind of personal accomplishment of just like, you know, I did it. I I, I was, for at least this year, I was a professional writer, getting paid or not. I was doing mm -hmm. it. It was Hell fun. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. And that's our year in review. If anything, if anyone wants to say anything about any of these pieces, I, I no, I'm not trying to be a writer. So I, I don't got shit to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think the main thing, uh, from what Brandon was saying that I was going to interject is just uh, you in particular, but I think in general, it's, it's easy to like focus on the things we didn't get to do. And it's good to focus on the things that we did get to do uh, instead. So I, I, I'm grateful that you pointed that out. There isn't, um, we might not have done a podcast main podcast every single week, but there is not a week that's gone by where something didn't go up on the channel. It's true. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes even multiple things. So like, you know, <clears throat> like I, I am always, if we get one thing on the channel, I'm a happy person. So like, I, I am always just positive about the podcast that we're still here and that we're still doing it. I don't, that we have one viewer. I don't give a shit. That one viewer <laughs> is our best friend. I love you, Meg. Thank you, Meg. Thank you, Meg. <laughs> Thank you, Meg. You're the best. Um, any, any big surprises from the year? Um, these are not necessarily podcast related. The uh, big surprises could be like a news thing or um, I'll say one uh, to me, which was how freaking good Slumberland was, was a big surprise to me. Um, but any big surprises that stand out to you guys from the year? Uh, I mean, I know we were all surprised by Peacemaker. That was the first thing that came to mind. Uh -huh, yeah. Like, not to not that we didn't trust James Gunn, but just like, can you do this with this character who, like, you know, and it, it just goes to show, like, you put enough thought and love behind anything and anything could be good. Um, I did, I, I, it, I knew I would like Elden Ring. I didn't think I would play it for four months and almost 200 hours. Right. Um, that's, that's a surprise where I think about Elden Ring every day. That's, I'm, I'm surprised I'm still thinking about it. Honestly, like, uh, 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 those are two things that I thought of. Um, I think it was a big surprise the um, hiring of James Gunn and Peter Safran to yeah run that's recent. the DC stuff. Mm -hmm. um, that's I just I I wouldn't have painted that as coming up this year. In to the to the point of this recording, it is the only good thing that David Zaslav has done. Right? Yeah. 
that yeah. that's true. And uh, on the negative side, like a big surprise was the absolute erasure of the the Batgirl film. Yes. Uh, just awful, awful thing. But like nobody that's also like come out in December. Nobody, too, like. yes, nobody thought that was going to happen. Um, yeah. That was that was absolutely a devastating surprise. Yeah. Um, ben, I would say that like my most surprising thing was how amazing House of the Dragon was. Oh. Yeah, I know, right? Oh. 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 That hot D, hot D, the hottest of D. Because when that thing came out, even when there was like they're planning a Game of Thrones prequel, all four of us, or at least three of us, I should say, because three of us watched all of Game of Thrones from beginning to end, we were scared. We were like, shit, mm-hmm. not it was like CJ at the beginning of San Andreas going, ah, shit, here, here we, we go, go again. To, to be fair, <laughs> we were watching like for a little while, it was like every two months, there was some announcement yeah. about a Game of Thrones spinoff project that was either going into production or being thought of this is like or the fifth one. or yeah. something. Yeah. And like that was constantly happening. We were all like, maybe just no. Yeah. After how bad Game of Thrones season eight ended and the backlash from that, we were like, this is this is screw. This is dead on arrival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were so wrong. Yeah. And I am so happy how wrong we were because being back in Westeros, even from episode one, I was ready. Yeah, 100%. I was like, I'm like, okay, I'm in this. The now. hot D got me. Good. I'm ready no, real for, quick. The entire season, I'm like, th- we're back. We're back, baby. This is great. A dinosaur story. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> we actually, uh, Sparks and I referenced that earlier tonight. It's coming up a lot. Yeah. <laughs> maybe a maybe a future fake nerds review special. <laughs> maybe. And he's like in a way that like dinosaur like he chomps like and then like he's like nah, it's a cereal. I'm not gonna talk. No. I'm just like, oh, it's in my brains forever. <laughs> Any big surprises stand out to you, Brandon? Yeah, I got three. Uh, Peacemaker. Peacemaker just shocked that. Absolutely. Peacemaker shocked the hell out yeah. of me. Like, I, I, I was not prepared for that show to be as good as it was. I knew, I, like, I trust James Gunn. I trust James Gunn. The Suicide Squad and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, which I have not seen in a while, admittedly, don't, did not hit for me as well as Guardians of the Galaxy 1. I love all three of those movies. Guardians of the Galaxy 1 was the top for me. Yeah. Uh, but then Peacemaker blew it out of the water mm-hmm. peacemaker i believe is james gunn's masterpiece at this point in his career i think that i think that show is incredible yeah i was not expecting peacemaker to be that good either. Got, got to one of my favorite moments of uh, the year for the fake nerd podcast which was in the fake nerd awards when john cena won best yes. actor yes <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah, so John. <laughs> which was unanimous wasn't it yeah uh almost almost unanimous. almost oh. um star wars andor oh, oh yeah. what a surprise oh, god damn it Late, late Very surprise, true. late surprise for television. Star Wars Andor. Uh, I really like Rogue One. I think there is a lot of potential to Rogue One. We, I, had, we had a lot of reason to be suspicious going into from years. the announcement of Andor to uh, the release of, you know what I'll say, like one of the big surprises of the year was that Obi-Wan Kenobi wasn't as good as I thought it should be. That's true. Uh, That's true. <laughs> That's same, true. With book, same with Book of Boba Fett. And yeah, you got, well, yep. well. But like Obi Wan Kenobi, I put higher stakes yeah, on. Yeah, like definitely. I was like, if they're getting them back, like they put they put a lot oh, into this. Oh my right? god, Vader's in the trailer. Say yeah. what? You got but you got you got Obi, you got Ian McGregor, you got Hayden Christensen came back. It's like oh, we were all hype, and then it's like, uh, yeah. dang it. It's like it's like half half good. Hey, yeah. some things should be a movie. It's true. Hey, some it's things true. should be. A Thank movie. you, Armor Wars. Thank you, Armor Wars. Thank you. Star Wars. That's Disney There's learning from their mistakes. There's a surprise. Yeah. Armor Wars being turned into, yeah. into uh, a movie. Don Cheadle getting that upgrade. Thank you. Um, like, that's please, crazy. Uh, yeah, Sam Rockwell's hired, right? I hope so. He be. If he's not in that movie, like I don't know what we're doing. I don't know <laughs> what we're doing do I. anymore. I, I I think Star Wars Andor, um, the, just the fact that I was... I Again, I like Rogue One. There was just no reason to believe that that show would ever be good. And, we, and then we saw that first trailer and we're like, man, that looks kind of like a... Like a 
like a real show. I think, I, I think it's a really good, I think that's a really good one to bring up, Brandon, like bringing up Star Wars Andor, which I, I know is in my tops. So I'll be talking about it at the beginning of January, but like Andor made me like love Star Wars again in a way I haven't since The Last Jedi. Yeah. Sorry if you don't like The Last Jedi, but I'm Sorry. not really. No, it's, it's true. Um, no, yeah. But like, I, I love The Last Jedi and then nothing Star Wars that has come out since then has spoken to me as much until this. Yeah. Word. And I, I, I just, it's, it's one of my favorite shows of the year. I yeah. never expected a, the, 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 the. I mean, the you, you hit the nail on the head with second like. Second lead of Rogue One to be the star of my favorite, one of my favorite shows of the year. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head with both of these because like Andor and Peacemaker are two super impressive shows yeah uh arguably the best shows of the year yeah um not like there's a lot of good shows out i don't think either of them would clear the bar that i think andor and peacemaker did i agree uh both of which spoiler alert are probably on my top 10 next year i'm sure they're on all four of yeah. us uh and then finally slumberland yeah slumberland maybe. i did not expect nobody I, did i have been, waterworks i have been thinking about that movie that movie has stuck with me in a way that few movies this year have and I, I good for Netflix. Good for Netflix. And I, I'm I'm looking. I look at this movie, and I'm just like, I, I was a mess watching this movie, and I adore it. I think it's I think it's wonderful. I might I have to come to terms with the fact that it also might show up in my top ten yeah. next year. Yeah. Slumberland. We should really start calling it the top fifteen that it is. Which which has which has a forty percent on Rotten Tomatoes or something. Here's the thing: there, I follow a couple of people who I think they have good taste in movies, and they say they hated that movie. And I'm just like, so I sometimes I would just, you're, I just, I don't know. Sometimes the people, like, <laughs> I don't know what what movie you guys are watching that you think it's like the one of the worst Netflix movies you've ever seen. Like, I just don't. I sometimes I feel like I'm gonna get you. Yeah, yeah. But then we all liked it, so I'm like, now nah, we're fine. <laughs> I, I, I am I wrong? Am I wrong? No. <laughs> I, I just I looked at that movie and I'm like I never expected that Netflix movie. I was uh, before we were go before we were reviewing it before I watched it. I suggested days hey, maybe we should watch something else for this re for this week's review because I just didn't think we'd have a good time reviewing it. The yeah. fact that we all loved it shocked me. Yeah. The fact that I loved it shocked me. The fact that it was as good as it is shocked me. Jason Momoa is wonderful. The girl, by the way, she's in Spirited. Fun fact. Ooh. Um, she did. She, she had a pretty good year. Uh, I think that I think the movie is incredible. Yeah, it just goes to show, man. Like sometimes you just got to give things a chance, and like it'll surprise you. Yeah. yeah. All right. You know what didn't surprise me? <laughs> How bad Robert Zemeckis' uh, Pinocchio movie was. You're, I, you're the only yeah, one who watched I, that. And it, I, I, hopefully, it'll stay that way. Hopefully, because dear God, was that bad. And especially now that like there's a, there's a better Pinocchio movie. Yeah, like right the Guillermo's yes. about to drop his, and like the reviews are like it's out. Like, Oh yeah, okay. So like, they're, so they're like, I can't believe there's two Pinocchio movies out this year, and one of them is just like so bad. Someone, <laughs> one of them feels like commented, someone made a tweet was like, who was, who was like, my my favorite movie of the year, my least favorite movie of the year, and no, I'm not making a joke. And it's both Pinocchios. That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lord, I think if we're ready to move on to the next thing, uh, this is move it or lose it. Us talking about something that was important to us that we engage with. This could be any kind of media uh, that we engaged with this year but it did not release this year oh yeah good, yeah. good um stuff. i got something we needed a spot for this because I, I we've kept the past few years like we've kept running rubbing up against this because like sometimes we get to things late and we want to talk about them but we don't have room because there's no room for us to make the review and there's no room for us to put them in the top 10 or 15 because we're out of that year and in some cases they definitely would have been we just didn't get to them in time mm -hmm. so that's really what this is so um you don't have to go through your whole list all at once we can kind of trade off or however you guys feel like comfortable and and I will say, if one of you brings up something that the other one brought up, let's just talk about it together there. Um, I know Brandon and I have at least one or two 
that are the same. So I wait, have, this was supposed to be a list. I have. No, so, it doesn't need to be like a proper list. Just like shit, I just only have thought of the one thing. Oh no, you could like name as many things as you want. So here's what. Me. So here's what. So here's what this stem, what the stem stemmed from Ben. Uh, we initially uh, Sparks and I talked about it being uh, perhaps a its own version of the top ten that we have of uh, that we okay. have of, of the previous year, which we'll do next year. Okay. Um, and we and I so I latched onto that and I did make a top five um in, in order so we so we can do it however however we want to do it i that's just i'm just telling you guys how i structured mine i just got two i i have a bit of a long list because for a period of time i lived with the bergmans and i watched a lot of anime yeah uh, nice. that had come out beforehand so there's a lot of anime on my list i'll just i'll just run through mine real quick um uh it's cyberpunk and evangelion because uh we talked about evangelion uh, uh, several I, weeks ago, I, w- I want to just interject and say Evangelion 3.1, 3.0 plus 1.0 specifically is on my list as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Brandon, is it on yours? Okay, well, we'll, we'll talk. I want to talk in this with you because the three of us got to do something really cool, yes. which is we went and saw this in theaters earlier yes. this week. Um, Evangelion 3, and that was exceptional. Yeah, uh, uh, I have an Evangelion tattoo, really like Evangelion. So, uh, uh, getting to talk about them for the 300th episode, real happy about that. And then I got to see it in theaters, which is something I never thought I'd do. And like, boy, howdy, like I was like just crying so much in that movie just because I love that franchise and love those characters. And like seeing like 15 years of movies and like, here's what happened in the last three Evangelion movies happening really quickly and really like dramatically. I'm just like, oh my God, it's so much. I love it all. It's too much. <laughs> uh, so like getting to experience Evangelion throughout the year in a way, uh, um, it was really, really nice. I, I want to mention, I didn't... Uh, Go into it in the mini year in the in, in the mini year review, uh, but the um, uh, the 300th episode being Evangelion was really cool. I was really happy that we were able to do the rebuild of Evangelion films because I was a convert of Evangelion because of the show. That because when it dropped on Netflix, we decided for 200 to be our our a big Evangelion discussion. That was right. incredible. That was a lot of fun, and it's been two years, uh, and we finally for three for 300 did that did the rebuilds, um, capping off uh, 200 and 300 at, with those. Doing the rebuilds was a lot of fun. I think uh, all four of those films are incredible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There are a few projects that exist that give me the feeling of like a seminal, like pitch perfect finale. Holy crap! You like took everything that ever came before and you brought it all like to its to its conclusion in a super emotional way that I feel like reflected on everything that had ever come before and finalized it and and nailed it. And that list is not long. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Evangelion three point plus one point Price Upon Time is one of those things. If I had watched it last year, it would have been in my top 10. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did not. I watched it at the beginning of this year. Um, yeah. And so for me, I was like, oh, this is like this is like one of my favorite things of all time yeah, yeah. Um, is that this finale to this franchise because it's so beautiful. And like, I love the rebuilds. I love the series. Um, but I love this film specifically for what it does. And, and yes, that is playing off of everything that came before. Um, but the emotional range of that film is so powerful uh, and seeing it in theaters was so wonderful mm-hmm. and and cyberpunk which is a game that did not come up this year but has just been continuously patched and patched and patched and like getting this free dlc upgrades and stuff there's a the big paid dlc which comes out next year but um i played many many hours of cyberpunk multiple playthroughs throughout this year uh and that was a just a fantastic experience and also it helped that a wonderful anime came out that, that maybe want to replay oh yeah um i i want to I'm not going to go through everything on my list, but I want to run through like the chunk that's just a whole bunch of old anime shows. Chunky. Sure. Um, Hunter Chunky, Hunter. Chunky like our pilk. Hunter mm-hmm. Hunter or Hunter x Hunter um, it, it, to make it more clear. Uh, 
that's that's a pretty incredible anime. Um, I fully acknowledge that there it does a lot of incredible stuff. Um, I I think that its second to last arc is a little long in the tooth, and there's some problems with it. But the the emotional finale of that arc is so unexpected, so bizarre, and so. It sucks that you have to watch 120 episodes, roughly, to get to that episode because that's an episode I want. Like that's an arc I want you all to do because that final episode is like, oh, gut punch! Like that'll be one of your favorite episodes of anime ever, kind of thing. Um, but you have to do a lot of work to get there. I did like five. Hunter Hunter is worth it. It's from the same creator of Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, it's a fantastic. It's a fantastic project that is not finished because he has not finished the manga. Um, but the anime leaves off in a in a solid place where you can like walk away from it. Um, but really wonderful. I'm very glad I put in the time with it uh, for that. Um, I watched all of the original Mobile Suit Gundam this year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that was a huge, wonderful milestone for me. Um, that I did on my own. Uh, I I'm super pleased with it, mostly because I was just so so impressed with how good the current dub and sound design is. That that sounds like a modern show, even though it's the old animation. Um, super watchable show they really thought about so much militaristic tactics and how they have to counter each other it's it's a super well put together show um even with it's like having one of the worst anime characters ever and its protagonist like ever ever um but what an incredible thing i understand i understand gundam's popularity um one of us mob psycho 100 mob psycho 100 is an incredible show um when I was told that it was better than One Punch Man, I kind of was like, but can it be? Like, One Punch Man's so popular. Um, can they really have... A, but, like, Mob Psycho 100 is truly, like, a thoughtful character-driven narrative that One Punch Man just isn't the same as. Um, it's not satire for satire's sake. It's just a cool character story and um, really, really works for me. And then the other anime thing I'm going to shove in here real quick is Odd Taxi. Uh, because Odd Taxi is one of my favorite weird indie anime things ever um they're coming out with a film Mm -hmm. that is just a like sum up of the show kind of thing like just watering it down into a uh an hour and 45 minute version um i don't recommend it it's not a long show i think you should just sit through like it's all about quiet character moments it's just about sitting with these characters I think just watching the show is is the way to go. They did that with Berserk as well. I love Berserk. And that's just 26, 20 minute episodes. And they made three movies out of the seasons. Yeah. And like better animation. But like it, it's, it is all about those small character moments that you just lose out for big battles. They used and like, to do that. They used to do that a lot. Like the Gurren Logan, <laughs> uh, the Gurren Logan show is two movies. Uh, the first one is basically just the first half of that show. And, I, and it's really worth, it's really pointless. And I get it when it's like things that are action driven and that kind of thing. But yeah. like this is the, this is a show that's about most of the time characters sitting in a location and having a conversation. Yeah. And um it's its style is good, but like it's it's a focus on just these characters and how they interact with each other. And so uh any amount of cutting out of that I think is unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um this is another one where I would argue, although I'm not thinking of everything that was in my top 10 last year, this if I'd watched this last year when it came out, this might have been a contender because this was a solid piece. Right. Um I wanna I wanna just mention that, like real quickly on Gurren Logan. Uh, the second film, however, has a much cooler ending than yes, the show. Yes, that's so true. So I just want to point out that was awesome. Um, that's that's my brief foray away into anime things. Because you did that, mind if I say my honorable mention? Uh, no, Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Towards the end of the year, I got pretty bigly, bigly, oops, big into Doctor Who. Big finish. Huge. <laughs> 
Um, I got pre- I got pretty big into Doctor Who because of Big Finish. Uh, I'm a big fan of Paul McGann as the Doctor. I'm I'm upset that the Eighth Doctor doesn't get a lot more screen time. I still think he was robbed at that 50th anniversary special. Um, but he has a bunch of audio adventures, and I decided to start from one and keep going. I just listened to one on the on the way here about uh, where the Daleks are trying to kill William Shakespeare, and it's awesome just hearing da- Daleks just quote Shakespeare. Um, and and uh, I think the companion Charlie is really cool. It's it's weird because I'm also watching the show. So Sparks talked about it. Sparks, you and I had a wonderful talk about Doctor Who that we haven't done in many years. Um, and that was so that was really great to find to like be back into Doctor Who. And it's really weird being back in Doctor Who because I'm I'm more invested in a different medium than than the show than the show is because I'm really invested in the eighth doctor audio adventures. They're a lot of fun. Um I I um a season of fear, which is the one that I really like so far of this arc. It's called anti-time. Um something's going something's going wrong in a parallel dimension. Doctor's gotta fix it. Um seasons of fear would have made if I had listened to it, if it had come out this year, it would have made my top 10. Mm-hmm. But it, I mean, it came out two decades ago. So obviously it cannot be in that top 10. Um, I'm really happy I'm doing this. I really love all these adventures so far. They're a lot of fun. Paul McGann is a wonderful doctor. If you haven't listened to them, I highly recommend them. Uh, if you, you know, if, if you like Doctor Who, uh, Big Finish is, is, is almost recommend, you know, recommended reading. Uh, Big Finish is more Doctor Who and all the doctors are really fun and, Paul McGann is a doctor who did not get a lot of screen time because he just had the movie and then he was regenerated into Christopher Eccleston, old John Hurt and then Christopher Eccleston. Um, and, and so uh, I think he deserves a lot of recognition and I'm really happy he has 20 plus years of big finished audio adventures. Yeah, man. Yeah. Ben, you want to jump in here? Sure. Um, pretty much the only thing I have for something that did not come out this year that I got really engaged in is... Does it rhyme with Rokimon? It does. <laughs> it also rhymes with aiding... I, see, I, I wasn't going to do that because I didn't want to think about it. No, it's it's the I really got into the Pokemon Training Guard game recently <clears> in the re- most recent months. I got I got the, the Game Boy game when I was at Portland and I've been playing... And I haven't been playing it constantly, but... I've, after 25 plus years of loving Pokemon, I finally learned how to play the goddamn card game. And now I'm fully back into the card game. I've been buying cards whenever I have a chance. I've built a deck, right? I have a deck going right now. And I am just trying to find people so I can play with the IRL. I'm playing it online on my laptop because there is an online version of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I have to say, it's a really fun card game. And I am still waiting for the Lord of the Rings uh, magic cards to come out so I can get those and start playing magic again. And Doctor Who. Let and me let me know when you do because they got the Warhammer <laughs> cards now and I'll buy those so I can fight your Lord of the Rings deck. You'll buy the Commander deck? Hell yeah. I was, yeah, I'm going to get a Lord of the Rings deck, Commander deck too because I don't know how to play Commander. There's a few creators I follow on social media who are big MTG players. I'm like, I want to I want to play Commander. I don't know how to play Commander. So I've gotten back into training card games specifically with Pokemon and now... and with Lord of the Rings magic on the horizon, it's like, great, I'm getting back into cardboard crack again. This is going to be fun. Cardboard crack. That's yeah. Good. I've never um, heard that. That's funny. But really, it's not, but going back to the Pokemon TCG, really, it's, I don't want to say it's validation, but it's just one of those feelings of like, finally, because this game has been around for over 25 years. Those These cards have been around ever since the beginning of Pokemon, essentially. Mm-hmm. And we they've been a part of our lives for so long, since 1998 when the games came out. And then, a year later, the Pokemon cards came out, and 
they were such the they were the biggest item, like the hottest ticket on my playground in elementary school. Like if you had a Charizard, a holographic Charizard, you were the coolest kid on campus. Didn't matter what you were otherwise. As long as you pulled a Charizard, you were the cool kid. I definitely told you guys a story how I used to sell my duplicates to kids mm-hmm. at my daycare center. Mm-hmm. Man, I was, I was a little freak. You also, <laughs> you also told a story of how you kept the hollows but threw the rest in the fire. Oh, yeah, that's, 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 that's lore at this point, yeah. But <laughs> even now, playing, like, looking at the modern cards, like the, modern, the way the modern game is played, it's still really fun and, frankly, not as confusing as I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. And I'm mad at myself for not learning how to play the game properly when I was younger, but at the same time, I think about it, I was like, but how old I or how young I was, even playing the video games, all I did was just steamroll everyone with my starter. 100%. I would have known how to play the game properly. Now that I'm older, I understand the intricacies of like the the um the intricacies of Pokemon. Yeah. Does that yeah, mean yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah? I understand the intricacies of Pokemon, like the video game and now the card game. It's like, oh, this makes sense. I 100 This is actually yeah. very fun. I'm with you because like again, I got I got heavy into Pokemon recently again. The, the games though, but again, I I used to play those games the same way. It's like I'm just attacking Pokemon. I don't care about stats or defense mm-hmm. moves. And like that's why I lost the Elite Four so many times because I didn't strategize. Like, yeah, like, you actually have to try sometimes. I yeah. when the first time I played Pokemon Silver, like well, the reason why I don't know if I've ever told you guys why Silver is my favorite Pokemon game. Is it because it was the one that you played as a kid? Nope. It's this it was the second Pokemon game I ever owned. And the reason why it's my favorite is because that's where I finally learned how to properly play Pokemon. Mm-hmm. How do you have to level grind? How yeah. you have to train? How you have to um, make sure you have to set up type advantages? How you have to do all the these like the you can't just like throw your starter out and just hope for the best. You yeah, have yeah. to make sure it's like oh they're throwing out a Pidgeot, uh, Pidgeot. I'm throwing out my electric types to to smoke them. Word. Oh, they're throwing out an Onix. Here's my water type. Word. Pre- or or now like, steel type. Or now steel type. Or it's like hey here's a Pokemon. It's like. Well, I don't have anything, but I do have this one Pokemon that has a move that can counter it. Mm-hmm. So you're constantly thinking and strategizing. And the same with the Pokemon TCG. It's like, okay, who do I want to be like the tank? And do I like build energy up so when I have to, when I can switch them, I can just lay waste to my opponent, just wreck their shit. And once you once you've played the game and and the, the card game and the, the video game, you're like, oh, I say all these are similar. Yeah, yeah that and makes it, sense. Okay. And it's and it's really fun. Yeah, I'm having a blast. And also the art. I mean, the art, Pokemon art for the TCG, it's always been good. Mm-hmm. The art has always been gorgeous, and it's fun. And the fact that I've actually now as an adult, I'm kind of glad I learned how to play this card game. Yes, it's a children's card game, but unlike something like Yu Gi Oh, even where Yu Gi Oh has evolved to the point where it's really hard oh to. Oh my god! I, it's so it's so it's so difficult it's so intricate and legitimately i like yesterday i'm like yesterday i was watching like a big like a youtube streamers uh a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament uh and the cards that they were using i'm like i have no idea how kids are supposed to my, understand this are you kidding fo- me my former roommate had a tournament ready deck and he was constantly one-shotting me in a turn it's like you're sitting like 14 cards at once and i'm like yeah. and i couldn't understand what? what the hell was going on whereas yeah. with pokemon there's a few rule changes but it's nothing too drastic that you can smoke a guy in a single turn it's yeah. really interesting to hear that because like Historically speaking, Pokemon was considered the complicated card game. Yes. Yu-Gi-Oh was considered the, the yeah. easy one. Dude, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh shit now, like with like soul links in, and transformations and fusions. In, in 2022, Pokemon is way more easier to understand yeah. than Yu-Gi-Oh is. Oh yeah. If you, I mean, back in 1990s or to that, in, back in 2000, like the year 2000, when both these franchises were at their peak, Yu-Gi-Oh was the easiest one. Yeah. Then Pokemon. How now ironic. It, Pokemon yeah, I know. Holds up because it didn't evolve. <laughs> Oh, interesting. <laughs> I see what you did there, and Love I it. applaud you, sir. Thank you. I applaud you for that. Yeah. Digimon. Yeah. And for a celebration, here's some pilk. 
That's all I wouldn't take no, from Ben's oven. I'm not drinking that. Warm, don't please don't warm pill. Oh, can you but, please drink warm pill? No. Just the way Lindsay wanted. Not Just happening. The way Lindsay wanted. Not happening. But so yeah, Pokemon Trading Card Game. I fell in love with it. It's and it's one of those things where I'm looking at this like as a someone who's 32 years old and looking buying Pokemon cards for myself. It's like this feels weird, but at the same time, it's like I can do this and not get judged anymore. Ben, just look at the stack of shit. Exactly. You got in front of you. Like, look at the stack we're past of shit. the point of exactly. caring about what people think about you. Exactly. We, we don't care. Let's enjoy it. Exactly. Stuff. But thing is, sorry, I leaned into the microphone and burped. I didn't mean to do that. Whoa. It's okay. But the thing is, it's okay. It's fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's because I remember there was a point in time, especially like my middle school and early high school, if I said, yeah, I still play Pokemon games, I would feel like I would be a target, ostracized. Now it's like, who gives a shit? We still play. So many adults are playing Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. So many adults Pilk are. Down. So many people are lining up. <laughs> yeah, but so many people are lining up at Frankenstein's at eight o'clock in the morning mm. on a certain Saturday when the new Pokemon set drops, and they are buying. They're dropping hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars in booster packs and special boxes to pull that one card. The Jake Paul. Yeah. Insane. So, I mean, now it's like, hey, I now the fact that I know how to play the game, it's like, I want to play more. I want to play with people. And who knows, maybe even playing a tournament this year. I Hell, don't know. That's I love that, that goal for you, Ben. I love that. That would I would just I just want to try it. It might be fun. It is fun. Sparks, do you want to say some more of your part of your point? Sure. Let me get let me get a couple ones out yeah. here. Loading. How many Thanks for sharing, Ben? How many you got? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, uh, I didn't like number them. Um, the whole page. A, de- a decent chunk of them are gone. Um, I, I can name a, a... There's a handful of live action shows I just want to run down real quick. Um, this one's a little bit of a sneak. Lock and Key Season 3 came out this year, but Lock and Key Season 2 did not, and I watched that earlier this year, and I, I really liked that season, and I really liked that show. Um, people should watch it. It's really good. All three seasons are there, and it's a solid story all the way through. Love it. So really happy with that. Um, I, not Ryan, but me... I watched Midnight Mass at the beginning of this year, and I really, really liked that show. It was my number one show last year. It was really, really good. Ryan was correct. It might have been a contender for me last year, but I watched it this year. I'm so I want anyway. to shout it out because it's great. Um, and Squid Game is also a show I got to this year uh, for the first time because yep. I had not watched it before, and that's a super good show, and everybody already knows that, but I got to it this year. I don't think I knew you were watching Squid Game. Yeah, I watched Squid Game before we moved from the apartment. Interesting. It was like one of the last things we I, that Megan and I watched. I have, I have yet to start it. It's a good show. Um, and then, real quick, I will touch on Okay, KO, Let's Be Heroes because I finished it this year, uh, and it did not uh, end this year. It ended earlier um but i i talked about it on the podcast before i put that kind of thing off because it makes me sad um but that's such an impactful ending to a cartoon show uh maybe one of the most impactful i've ever seen um so uh it holds a very special place in my heart i saw the sonic episode and you were not kidding that thing is amazing and i love it yeah you really okay ko will treat you well yeah. uh you should watch it uh just the whole thing sorry real quickly i'm just looking up something Oh, oh, and real quick, uh, before I let Brandon jump in, um, I'm going to, you know what, Brandon, I'm just going to name my only other two that I know one of, I have three left and one of them I know is on your list. So I'm only going to name two others, uh, which is, I'm going to say Werewolves Within was a fantastic film. Very glad that I watched it this year. I have not seen that one. Uh, super good. Just super impressed. One of the best video game movies ever, technically. Um, but just as a game film, um, just what, what a smart adaptation of what it was doing. Uh, really impressed with it. Uh, for its tiny budget, it's very good. And uh, I 
finished reading and you're going to hear it come up a lot because there's other stuff going on but i finished reading the chainsaw man manga yeah yes it did not end this year but i finished reading it earlier this year uh that's a really good series <laughs> and you're going to hear more about it because there's an anime and all that kind of stuff but uh chainsaw man the manga is super super good i only got one thing left it's definitely on brand's list so i'm just gonna leave it alone all right so i i'll, I'll run through my my few here hilda and the mountain king came out at the end of last year that's not it no hilda and the mountain <laughs> king came out at the end of last year uh, i watched it at the beginning of this year um i really like hilda i think hilda is a really smartly written animated show hilda. um uh, the girl who's playing ellie in last of us oh yeah, yeah she yeah. voices hilda uh she's delightful in the role uh supposedly we're getting a third season to to end it all but this movie does serve as a finale mm -hmm. so to speak and it feels like maybe that's it because it's been a while since we've heard about that third season and netflix has been cutting back on its animation yeah so i'm kind of worried that we're not getting it uh and if and if not if it does i heard pilk uh, <laughs> and if not if not i will be sad but i i i think the show if the movie is the finale of the show, then it, it, it ended in a really, really sweet way, a really fun way. Um, basically the, the show Hilda has, Hilda discovers the location of the mountain King, which is a giant troll uh, in troll. So Trollberg is this place. So the show takes place in Trollberg for those of who don't know, which is a town with a giant wall around its border. Um, and outside of the wall are trolls and other, I was just about to say and other magical creatures um most of which hilda knows uh and hilda is is friends with most magical creatures out out until she moves into the thing um and the trolls don't like trollberg for some reason uh and and the trolls are seen as bad guys and the in order to keep the trolls away they have giant bells around the towers and that that hurts the trolls ears uh they turn to stone at night anyway so uh, it turns to stone during the day anyway so don't really have to deal with them most of the time except the mountain king has been discovered the Mountain King is this giant troll that has been locked away for hundreds of years and is going to destroy Trollberg. And Hilda has to find a way to stop it. And it's a wonderful show about cooperation and about understanding your, your enemy, essentially. Understanding um, why people are mad and coming to a, 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 a way to kind of bridge that, bridge that gap between the, between the two places. Wonderful movie. I was crying by the end of it. That's awesome. 1883. That's not it. No. 1883 uh, will be my number four. 1883, I'm cheating a little bit because it's not going to end up on my top ten. But I want to talk about it because it was important for me. It started It started at the end of 2021 and ended in 2022. So I could theoretically put it on my top ten next year. But it's not going to be on that list. Because the reason why it's important to me is because it was the last thing I watched with my dad. Um, I have never seen Yellowstone. I have no, I had no interest before watching anything in Yellowstone, and my dad really wanted to watch 1883 because he really likes Yellowstone, and I so I loaned him my Paramount Plus account and we watched it together, and it was it's incredible. It's a really great show, like legitimately a fantastic show, uh, uh, one of the best of the year, uh, hands down. Um, not technically my kind of cup of my cup of tea, but it was really good with great performances, and my dad loved it. And it was really important to me to get to spend that time with him, especially in hindsight, knowing it would have been the last time. And so that's why it's that's why it's on here. Love for it. sure. That's that's awesome. Um, that's great. I was going to say real quick, like, uh, I think it's very funny because um, 
I won't talk about the last show I watched with my dad because one, we didn't finish it, but two, I also didn't really care for it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just kind of something I, I sat there with, which was there was a, last year, there was some recent adaptation of one of the Dan Brown novels into a television show. I forgot about that. was that. on like uh, Peacock or something. And so he really wanted to watch it because he's a big Dan Brown fan. And I was like, this is okay. Um, <laughs> so that was, that was the last show we were watching together. I was like, eh. My my dad was also really excited for the next spinoff of Yellowstone, which is 1923, which is going to star Harrison Ford and, and Helen Mirren, I think. That's true. Um, he was really excited for that show because it was originally titled 1933, which is the year he was born. Um, and Cute. Uh, I was really excited to wa- get to watch that with him. I won't. I will still watch it, though, because of that. I just want to look up because I've got the name of it. The last movie I watched with my dad because we're both sick freaks with a really gross horror movie called The Devil's Candy. It That's was like, cool. and I watched it with my grandma, and she hated it. <laughs> it was so gross. That's solid. Um, yeah, so that you know, that's why it's on that list because it that's was, awesome. Dude. It was really important for me to to have that memory for sure. Now I get you. Isn't Harrison Ford on that show? In nineteen twenty three, the new one. He's in a new that's one. coming out. The, the singer Tim McGraw. Yes, he's he's eighteen eighty three. Well, I'm now I'm less interested. <laughs> he's the he's the he's the. <laughs> it's me. Lady. I'm Mister in nineteen eighty three. He's really good. Oh, that's that's cool. I guess. Yeah, actually, the cast is really good in it. Good. Uh, Tim Sheridan apparently is a really good is a really good showrunner. Like Yellowstone oh. is apparently like oh. one of the best shows yeah. on TV. Okay, now that you say Tim Sheridan, that's a guy who yeah he does a bunch of crime shit. That makes sense. Okay. Like yeah. Yellowstone, Yellowstone. A lot of people got into it during the pandemic and are real and like it got a huge cult following. Not a cult following. It's just it is the biggest show on TV because of the pandemic and like it's, apparently it's really good and all that. Not I, a show I would ever watch. Yeah. I I have been ambivalent uh, to it only because. The only thing I've seen of it was a clip from Yellowstone, which was like super duper racist. Um, but that I, I, my understanding is that's not super representative of the whole show. But like, oh, it was rough. <laughs> it's it's basically Kevin Costner screaming at a bunch of Asian tourists. Oh sure, I've seen that. Clip. Yeah, I know Clint Eastwood, which was man. which was like uh, this isn't so good. Mm-hmm. Um, Jonathan Yellowstone. Uh, real quick, because like, there's no other good way to bring it to put it. There's nowhere good to put it anywhere regardless of holiday annual or not, but I've wanted to mention it to Brandon and Ben because Ryan and I have been talking about it off air ever since we saw Strange World. Um, Dennis Quaid should have replaced William Hurt as General Ross. Agree? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Instead of Harrison yeah. Ford? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I younger, think so, too. He's younger. He, we know he's he a good a, decade to younger. He can do a great voice. He'd have a great mustache. Yeah. He'd care. Yeah, he give a shit. <laughs> I'll do mocap. I, that's, yeah, yeah I, I like after we saw Strange World, I was sitting there and I'm like, Dennis Quaid should have done this instead of Harrison Ford. Yeah, that would have been good. Yeah, I'm mad good. now. Yeah, yeah. thank what you. I, I want you guys to live where I live. Why? Why is Harrison Ford doing that? I like that's a whole I podcast a episode. <laughs> because like because like I under I get it. He's not retiring after Indy three because he's doing two TV shows. Indy five. Indy five. Well, uh, <laughs> Indy four. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's doing two tv shows uh one on apple tv plus and the one on paramount plus yeah uh and now he and then he's going to be in all these marvel movies like I, dude it's okay yeah i again i said for i guarantee you it's it's the least amount of screen time for the most amount of money because he's gonna be he's gonna be red hulk a lot too so no, I, I absolutely yeah, agree it's yeah. just like i was sitting there and i'm like you know dennis quaid could have used this that would have been yeah good. did you did see, you see guys, dennis yeah. sorry did you see dennis quaid's horror movie nope I forgot the name of it. It's called Dennis Quaid's horror movie. No, it's like these 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 kid these two this couple uh, moves into a house that Dennis Quaid used to live in, and he starts and he starts like 
harassing them. Sounds familiar. But it's no. very good. The he's gift? good. He's great in it. Isn't that the gift? Or am I thinking of something else? No, it's not the gift. I'm the giver. I mean, I'll look no. it up. You, right. you say what you're going to say. No, I was just going to say, have you guys seen that clip of uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Dennis Quaid? Where the yes, the day after tomorrow yes. reference. Yeah, yes. and, the, the, and, and Jake Gyllenhaal yeah. completely forgets that Dennis Quaid were, was in the movie. In the movie. Well, because yeah, yeah. They, they were never together. No, they weren't. And it's like, wait, they did play father and son, but they were never in the same room together. They were always talking on the phone. It is a strange world after all. Ah, The Intruder. Yeah. I never saw it, but I, I remember. Yeah, it, he's really good in it. He intrudes. Right. Uh, Enough on. interjection, Brandon. Objection. You may continue. Kill a kill. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. That's you a did super do this thing. this year. I watched Kill a Kill this Scissors year. Scissors are cool, aren't they? I love Kill a Kill. Yeah. It's a great show. That, that show ruled. It pairs uh, with Gurren Logan. I bought the game well. for $2 on the PlayStation. I board. have it also. <laughs> um, I, 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 I. I really like Studio Trigger. I really like the director of it. Uh, Imaishi. Imaishi. Um, and he he developed Kill a Kill. And Kill a Kill is a really cool show about a, a school uh, who is under the thumb of this one girl in uh, evil space clothes. So Kill a Kill, <laughs> Kill a Kill is very good because like Gurren Lagann has an undertone of like being about like male male dominance and male sexuality. Like that's an undertone. That's a subtext of the show. Um, and, and like the representation of male will. And Kill a Kill is about female will and female sexuality and female dominance. And I think it's very good, like opposite direction gender of Gurren Lagann. Yeah. Um, I really like the direction the story takes. I think it's really well told. Um, unlike Gurren Lagann, I actually wish it was longer. I think Gurren Lagann's a really perfect length. I think yes. Kill a Kill could have been Kill a Kill could have been longer, longer yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think it rushes through anything. I just, no, it's almost a decade old. Yeah. It makes me so mad. Yeah, it was It was literally like the project he did right after. Yeah, yeah. that's because I watched Kill a Kill first before I watched Gurren Lagann. basically because, made yeah. Kill a Kill in response to Gurren Lagann. Because yeah. yeah. it's like, oh, it's like they're doing their own thing. And I'm like, I don't know what this is. And I watch Kill a Kill, and I'm like, ah! And then I watch Gurren Lagann, and I'm like, ah! <laughs> uh gotta watch premiere next it's true um, dang it i really yeah i really uh i really love the show i really like the the voice acting i think is really great in the in the dub um uh the main character ryuko uh is awesome the scissors uh the the, the scissor blades are really cool i think that show's really cool you guys yeah my number two is arcane League of Legends. Right, because you got to that Everybody this year. I got to that this year. I got to that this year. Uh, uh, fantastic show. One of the greatest animated shows I've ever seen. Sets the bar so high for animation that you never want to watch animation ever again. Watch the. Uh, um, watch, or it won the Game Award for Best Adaptation this did. year, and which has, was tough competition this year. Yeah, and it has a Uncharted. great, it has a great uh, YouTube um, documentary series about its making mm. uh, that you should check out. Like it's, I, it's, it's so good. If I watched Arcane in 2021 when it came out, it would have been on my top ten easy. Mm -hmm. um, might have been my top five, quite honestly. Like that show is incredible. Every single, I think about the animation of that show in all the time. Yeah. I can't remember if it was one or two last year, but it was definitely one of the two. It yeah. was one or two last year. For like, me. The 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 animation the animation of that show. Like I can I can speak I can speak about that animation all all day long. But the story is really great. The voice acting is great. The characters are wonderful. All of them are likable. Um, you definitely want to see them all succeed, including including bad guys. You root for uh, for relationships you didn't think you would root for. Um, you cry when characters go. Like it's it, it's it's such a it is such a special animation animated show. Especially a special show. No, it's a show. It's yeah. a TV show. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it, it it and it and I I'm it's going to be a long six years for that second season. I bet I'll take three. Um, yeah, that's that's probably more accurate. We say six out of exaggeration. But no, 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 no. I'm, no, just you're, trying, you're, I'm trying to actually think like how long will it be? Because they were doing this for the first time. I bet they can do it in half the time. Like yeah. that, 
<laughs> hopefully. But the way but the way they do it still takes so much time that like yeah, uh, it's gonna be a while. Yeah. It's gonna be a bit. My number one. I believe it's also Sparks' is number one. Yeah, you say it. Pro Mare, baby. That's it. That's the one. That's, That's the, the one. one, baby. Pro Mare. Uh, this is a film by Ima Yushi, who we mentioned before. Um, super, super good. Uh, it's basically about mutants who generate fire and how they're treated by society, where society hates them because they combust uh, sometimes without their control. So all of society has decided to ostracize them to the point where like there's a firefighter force set out to basically wrangle them and control the fires that they create because they're like special fires. Um, it has a bisexual queer storyline at the heart of it. Uh, it's really good. And it's um, not, it's not subtextually. No, it's there. It's there. Um, uh, it's, it's really pretty. It's really pretty. It has incredible music. It's the best um, animation I've seen from trigger. Uh, yeah, that's probably true. Um, it's, it's amazing. Brandon and I both made uh, the happenstance coincidence of watching this directly in conjunction with RRR that came out this year. Which was an incredible pairing. They incredible are, pairing. They are very good parallel parallel things that would go together in a in a you would make this a good like, oh, we're gonna do a double feature watch, except RRR is a three hour film. Yeah. Um <laughs> but if you were, you would put these two together and they'd pair very well. They're they're very spiritually linked. Yeah. Uh by their focus on the two male characters at the center of it. Mm -hmm. Um Promare is is one of the best animated films I've ever seen. I love it. I listen to the soundtrack all the time. Uh, I think about it a lot. We all need to watch it. <laughs> it. It is my favorite movie of the year. Yeah. If I had watched this, if I had watched this when it came out, mm -hmm. I do think it would have beat Dragon Ball Super Broly, which was the which was my Broly. actual favorite movie of that year. I think it would have beat it, right by a hair, because the movie's also really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like it, this movie, this movie, I think about all the time. Here's the thing. I watched this movie high, which was incredible. And I, let me tell you a transcendent experience. Um, because like halfway through the movie, I was sobbing. There was nothing emotional happening. It was just so beautiful. I was sobbing. I couldn't see because I was crying. I had to, I told, him, told me we were watching this with, with our friend, Michael. I told him, you need to pause it because I need to have a moment. I need, <laughs> I need a moment. Oh, it's overdose. Yeah, yeah. I need a moment to just to just like cry my feelings out because of how much I love this movie. It is incredible. I I'm so happy we finally got to watch it. I'm so happy I got to experience it with you. Yes. Um. I I love Imaishi. I constantly talk about how the twins is one of the greatest things Star Wars has ever produced, which is his his short uh, that he did for Star Wars Visions. Incredible short. Um. This movie is 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 I believe his masterpiece. Uh, this is this is this is everything I love about Studio Trigger in a movie. Um, the animation is gorgeous. This, the the character designs are brilliant. I love all the characters. Um, the twists and turns the story take are wild and insane and and beautiful. Uh, it, it's it's an incredible movie, and I I I cannot speak hyperbole about how much I love it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, truly, it. truly like. One of the best things I consumed that didn't come out this year, but like so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I look forward to like sharing it with you guys at some point and um, probably doing a discussion about it because it's just it's just that that cool. Um, OK. We're moving into our last thing of the day. Uh, this is our Christmas wishes, my friends. I love it. Uh, so we're going to take a quick look back. For those who aren't familiar, we look back at a Christmas wish we made at the last time we did a holiday annual back in 2021 nice. and we see if they came true. This is my favorite part. I never remember. I remembered mine. It didn't. I definitely, Last year, definitely don't remember. Ryan takes the big L because yeah. Ryan wished for a Bloodborne remaster. <laughs> they hate Bloodborne for some reason, <laughs> but they'll release The Last of Us for the third time. 
and a Metal Gear Solid remake. That's that's, that's what this year is going to be. Ryan <laughs> Ryan also guaranteed the Fantastic Forecast would get announced. We got a director. Hey, you know what? It's actually really weird that you're wrong about that. That is, yeah, yeah. Ben wished for Mario Kart Nine announcement. You got like forty close, tracks of DLC. Close enough. <laughs> like mm. two, three weeks later, when mm. they said that I, it's not technically, it didn't come true. But I'll say close enough because we got. Uh, we got double the tracks. You got enough to be happy, but the wish did not come true. No, the yeah, wish yeah. did not come true, but I'm very happy about that. Uh, a Metroid Prime 4 announcement. They're, they're, uh, they're behind. It's, it's happening, but like, I know it's happening. I, I know can't it's believe happening. it. And a Metroid Prime Trilogy remaster announcement. Can't believe uh, it. Takes the big L. Big, big rumors this year didn't happen. I wished for some form of the world of Motherland Fort Salem to continue. Big L for me. Big L for us. That, that, uh, that season hasn't come out yet. Yeah, the last no, it season, did. it's done. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We just got to catch up. Uh, chaos to be hinted at in Sonic 2. I did not get that. I got something entirely different. We got Shadow, yeah, baby. Got shadow uh, and Spoilers, guns. it's Shadow. Um, <laughs> and uh, for Spider-Man to be announced to team up with street-level heroes in some, inside the MCU. Nope, I take the big L. We got rumors of that, but... Nope, no, no announcement. No, no confirmation. Yeah. And Brandon wished for a Guardians of the Galaxy 2 game announcement. Mm. I just wanted them to say they were working on it. Uh, that we find yeah. happiness and the show continues to grow. That's true. The show did grow. Yep. Sentimental. Uh, and a new Dragon Ball series announcement. He's oh. he's like right on the cusp of it. Definitely, getting it's announced. gotta happen. It's it, it like there's a lot of stuff out there that's like they're about to say it. But well, now that the movie's out, they're gonna build towards the end. I, so here's they, the thing. I will I will caveat that. There, there's, there's specifically someone out there who's usually pretty on top of when they're about to announce something related to Dragon Ball, and he's saying that we're gonna f- hear about the series before the year's over. So Brandon might the get this one, but not at the time of this recording. Yeah, we got a couple weeks. I don't think we're getting it this year. It could happen. Could I guess? Uh, so those are them. Uh, so let's Can we, hear real quickly, real quickly. It's weird that we haven't heard about that new show. I honestly think they wanted to get the movie out of the way. To not cannibalize. Not that, really, it would, not that it would matter, but you know how they do that. It's sometimes. really not that weird. I mean, like, I th- I do think, like, at that this show point, they're still... ages ago. So my fear is still that they're putting it off because they know they want to, like, keep it continuous instead of going seasons. They're and if they're going to gonna do that, I'm like, man, this is, this is going to suck. They want to bank up more episodes, yeah. Come on, man. All right, what are your new wishes, friends? Man, I really like last year's wishes, and I wish those came true because, boy, howdy. The fact that... Do you want to keep them? Well, I, there is one I want to keep, and I do think, I think, oh, no, I don't. I really would need, we, that, could you imagine the Fantastic Forecast is not announced in this next year? See, I think that is going to happen, so I don't want to do an easy one. Um, um, I mean, at this point, the movie's coming out in 2024. They have to. Yes, exactly. Um, I don't want to go first, because I, I thought I had one, but I don't want to keep it. Ben? Ben? Oh, shit. Okay. Uh... For 2023. I got Mass Effect, and that was like my one for like five years. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, I wish that Nintendo will announce a true upgrade switch. Not not release it, announce it. Oh, yeah. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a true like a Switch Pro. Like a Switch Pro, Switch 2, Super Switch. I don't care what the F you call it. Super a switch. true yeah. 100% upgraded switch for like just like with some upgrade specs. That's what I wish for. And I don't want them to release it this year. I want them to at least announce it, that they're working on it. And it doesn't have to be a sequel to the Switch, just an upgraded, sure. more powerful console. That's what I wish for. An upgraded, more powerful console. And also Metro Prime Trilogy Remastered. 
I still okay. feel that's gonna happen. I yeah. feel that's gonna happen. I, 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 I it's just because I so desperately want it, but I, I still think a Bloodborne I, remaster will happen yeah. because every single they've already announced that the Last of Us Two and the Last of Us uh, uh, remake remaster is coming to PC, and like those games are new. And I'm like, just mm-hmm. give us Bloodborne. Well, just let to, us well from software is working on Armor Core Six now. So. No, I know, but they can they can farm that's out. True. They that, farm out the. That's uh, true. They can farm. They can farm it to place it to Blue Studios. That's bl- what they did. Point. With, yeah, yeah that's what they did with Demon Souls. Exactly. Uh, well, there was something else I was gonna say. Um, I, I have a really good feeling about Metroid Prime. Yeah. Once Tears of the Kingdom hype dies, that's true. Yeah. Like I'm thinking summer. Uh, like the air quotes E3. Yeah. yeah. When when that when Nintendo does, we their know direct. those games are in development. We like yeah. we know it. We know they're happening. We know Metroid Four is happening. But once Tears of the Kingdom hype dies down, then they're going to go forward with Metroid again. That makes sense. Because yeah. that's exactly what happened uh, a few years ago. Oh, oh, I'm going to remove the Metal Gear video game thing. Okay. And I'm going to replace it with, we're going to get some news about the Metal Gear movie because that shit's been dead for like two years. <laughs> and Jordan okay. Robs, Jordan Vote Roberts says he's still making it, but that dude still has to make a Gundam movie first and he hasn't even started making that shit yet. Yeah. So I, I'm just, it's a pipe dream. Can I add one more wish? Hold sure, on, Ben. Yeah, yeah. Teaser trailer for Gundam movie. Mm. Uh, live action? Yeah, it's animated. At live, the live action Netflix The film. Netflix one that Jordan Vote Roberts is teaser, doing. Yeah. Teaser trailer for Mobile Suit Gundam. That's spicy. I'll be honest, I forgot that movie was happening. Yeah, and that movie has to get made first, then I can get my Metal Gear movie. Exactly, I get my Gundam, then you get your Metal Gear, and it's a win-win. I like win-wins. And also, Emma totally jumped if in. If they're good. Right yeah. Yeah, if it's good. Yeah, and then made Skull Island. That movie's pretty hot. Yeah, I'm, I'm, also not, I'm not like, concerned about like you know the director. I'm concerned about like you know the resources. Netflix beyond yeah. that at hand. Yeah, but yeah, got to got to have faith. I have hope. And I'm getting a I'm getting a live action Gundam movie. I have okay. Hope. So Ryan, you you've already altered a bit. So are you keeping the Bloodborne remaster in your new wish? I got three. Okay, I want the Bloodborne remaster still. Okay. I want Metal Gear movie news, and I want the announcement. Because uh, they've already announced it, but I want confirmation of what the Warhammer television show that is in pre production to be about, and like casting and all that shit. I don't want I don't want that one to die. Okay, Brand. All right, I want to keep two of my wishes from last year, which is the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I want them to say that game is coming. I, I I'm just gonna be real with you, dog. With that, I know. that studio, and they got they recently got bought. Like I I don't know. I know. I don't know. Either. I want to believe so but hard. He, but the 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 one video game one I want. I know I'm not getting that one for like three years. Yeah. If it even if it, if it's happening, I'm not hearing about a new God of War game for many years. So like if if at all. So like I don't want to say that one, and that yeah. would be actually my wish because I'm yeah. pretty hot on God of War. Yeah. So I don't want to say that one. So I'm gonna keep Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm gonna keep yeah. that one as a pipe dream. Uh, and then a couple of years from now, I'll say start saying God of War. Um, and I want to keep the Dragon Ball Super anime announcement because I just, I, I just know it's around the corner. It's, it's, it's constantly. It may have already corner. happened. It may have already happened. I may have already won. Who knows? You get a free point right there. Um, and what was the, what was the, oh, what was the new one? What was the new one? Because I have, I have, I have one, I have one sentimental one that I want to, that I want to keep. But I, I thought about a new one. Oh yes, I want to know what the hell, what the hell. And I'll tell you guys, I have some insider information about this. What the hell is going on with that Digimon Adventure remake, uh, reboot series? It has it is dubbed, it is ready to go, but it has not been released, and it came out in 2020 in Japan. Mm. It's been two years now. So what, you want to know what's going on with the dub? I want to know what the hell's going on with the dub. Why why has the dub not been released? It is ready. Why has the dub not been released? Ooh. Yeah, weird okay. license, and I want it released. 2023. I want that show released. I'm putting that one on my on my on my wish. Believe it. Okay. Believe it. Here's my here's my last one. Oh, okay. 
I have a sentimental one. Okay. Because I'm, I'm, I'm like that for Ben to get a new job. Now it has to happen. That's some hot goss. Thank don't, you. Don't make, me a, don't make me a loser next year, Ben. God, I am. Big I will try so hard. <laughs> okay. I am keeping that I want some new project related to Motherland Fort Salem to be announced. I'm going to keep that dream alive for another year. I, 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 feel, I bet it's going to be a comic. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Anything. Yeah, yeah. Anything. Yeah. I also am wishing that we find out Jim Carrey will return for Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Yeah. Oh, Jim, don't That's retire. Please don't retire, That's Jim. One. one more. No, you can retire, but oh, just keep doing Robotnik. Yeah, retire, but do one more for, for Sonic. It's a, you know what? Just like just tr- fill out the trilogy. You're done. Just do the trilogy. We're done. Shave your head one more time. Just one, Just more, one more time. One more time, please. Please. And those are the new wishes. So that's that's it, my friends. That's the end of our holiday annual, which means there's really nothing else to do at this point except say chug, chug, do chug, 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 no, no. All right. I have a question, though. Do you guys have any most anticipates for next year? Armor Core? Are you kidding me? Oh my god, the guys from <laughs> Elden Ring are coming back for a mech game? Oh my god! That's pretty exciting. Final Fantasy 16. Oh my god. Holy man, that new trailer? Shit. Yeah! Dude, that's just straight up like summon fighting. You're doing summon Dude, this I, Final Fantasy Street I, Fighter. I'm so happy. I'm buying that Steelbook shit. It so, looks so mm. effing good. I'm gonna say the Flash movie, just because I want to be past it. Oh god. <laughs> You want to run past? Like okay. I just, I just want to be done. You know, I gotta say something. I've been wanting, to, I've been wanting to talk to you guys about this shit for the longest time. So over at Target, you know those oh. like those Hallmark ornaments you can buy at Target. Yeah, yeah. So one of them is Batman, but it's very clearly Michael Keane Batman. And if you look on this thing of where the it's from, it's from the Flash, Flash movie. And yes, I'm like, movie you sons be- of bitches, you're spoiling it. I mean, we already fucking knew because of the trailer. Yeah, but yeah. it's like you assholes, we're you're not, spoiling. We're not doing an episode for a little while at the time of this recording. So we're not gonna. We're probably not gonna talk about the DC news that's been dropping that the, there was a Michael Keaton Batman Beyond movie in development. Oh, sure. yeah, rage. that's the dream. Are they, you kidding they, me? They, they, oh, the dream, and they murdered it. F you, Zaslav. Just like uh, just like the Waynes in that alley. Someone, a, someone mentioned, someone compared this to like the trench when when they were like, "We're doing a trench movie." And it was like, "Why?" And it was like, "Oh, it was actually a Black Manta movie, but you're not getting it anymore." That. You should have told us it was a Black Manta, and they're like, yeah. "We're not. We're, we we canceled the Michael Keaton Batman movie." Okay. It was Batman Beyond movie. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah the second they're like, we canceled my queen. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah but it was going to be Batman Beyond. How dare you? I no. am really sorry that like we're not getting that or we're not getting the Batgirl movie and all that kind of stuff. I think someone did a really good job of summing up like it was a it, it was a like TikTok video of someone pretending to be like, you know, Zaslov or whoever um, talking to James Gunn. You guys might have seen this. And basically giving him a laundry list of how to reboot the DCU, but you got to keep X, Y, Z and get uh, rid of yeah, this and yeah. keep this. And because these elements are important to the fans and da, 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 da. And I'm like, it's really an unenviable position that they're coming into where they've got to like decide how to go forward without like, do you do clean cut? And, yeah. and how do you do clean cut at this point? And that kind of stuff. And because there's a lot of people like, we don't really want to see leave. Like I'm sure he doesn't want to, wipe away any of Peacemaker or the Suicide Squad stuff. So that all st- still has to stay in canon. So the things that are technically in canon connected to that should stay too. Yeah. Which does include like Black Adam, Superman by context, which means all the stuff before it, which also means like Wonder Woman, Aquaman. So it gets so hairy at a certain point that you're like, man, this is just rough. Yeah. But it came, it yeah. came, it came around like a slew of like, oh, Wonder Woman 3 is not happening. All right, sure, fine. Wonder Woman 2 sucked. Uh, and then it's like, Batman Beyond is not happening. I'm like, oh, man, man. Yeah. Aquaman might be done so he can be Lobo. Like, 
There's still, I trust it, but that's weird, man. Once again, they're back in limbo about Henry Cavill's Superman. Now they're saying he's not going to come back here's to the Superman. Thing. Here's the thing: I always figured that his that his return was never wasn't what I knew that I I what here's what I, I was trying to get my thought thing. I never thought he came back with a movie deal in place. When his return in Black Adam, I always thought was like, yeah, I'm back as Superman, and I will become back as Superman. But there wasn't a deal. Yeah, ready it was for just him. like, hey, I'll yeah. show up when I show up. Yeah. Like like okay. there is like they were like. There's plans for you to come back. We have an idea for you to come back, but we don't have a deal. It's not immediate. Yeah. We don't have a contract for you yet. And so, like, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not worried that he's not coming back. It just always felt like to me, like mm-hmm. when he was like, "Yeah, I'm back." It just never, it never felt like it was like this concrete, yeah. like the the mo- the Superman movie is coming out in two years. I'm still no, yeah, yeah. about it though. No, I get you. I really hope Fast Ten is good. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's next year, isn't it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Fast Ten like, seatbelts. Oh. May. At this oh, moment, it says May, yeah. and and Vin Diesel's just holding a gun to everyone's head behind the scenes. <laughs> Man, hey Justin, this can be the best one yet. Yeah, in my heart, in my heart. Oh God, yeah. Uh, the guy who directed the Incredible Hulk and Clash of Titans is directing that movie, so at least the action will probably be good. We'll see if he can handle being Fam- part of famous the famous car movie Clash of the Titans. Yeah, you know. <laughs> So it's just, just gonna be car. really sad it's gonna be really sad if like because they're doing this in 11 back to back and it's gonna be really sad if that franchise goes out on a whimper yeah. oh yeah 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 or on a low note yeah. yeah i'm gonna be real bummed about that a low, a low gear shift yeah. um i have i have i don't want to say this whole thing that i'm working on but i'm really excited for the monsterverse next year next oh, year yeah. we are getting sure. a kong animated show sure a live action godzilla show on apple tv plus and a new movie. I'll believe the movie when oh I my see God. a trailer. Yo, that that Godzilla TV show has Matt Fraction on the on yeah, the squad, yeah, yeah. like comic book extraordinaire Matt Fraction. I'm I, like, yes. oh, I'm, honestly, baby. right now I'm more excited about that show than I am about the live action movie. God, mm-hmm. no, yeah. like the fact that we're getting three MonsterVerse projects and all of which I'm excited for. Like, sure, uh, and, but like obviously the the, the show that got the, the live action show has got me like really interested. Like a year ago, we were like worried. We were worried. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is there going to be more MonsterVerse? Yeah, and now and now we are on the horizon three MonsterVerse projects. Right. I think that's awesome. It no, is really it's great. Cool. I'm really excited for that. I'm also excited to finally see Shin Ultraman in January. Sure. Mm-hmm. Not freaking missing that. Mm-hmm. Star Trek Strange New World Season 2, baby. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Season 2, baby. Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Yeah. My God, yeah. I saw that trailer in theaters when I went to the movie class. Oh, that there's a new trailer, so right? good. Oh, no. I haven't seen the new trailer yet. I don't think there's a new trailer. It's just oh. the first one. There was like a new one minute, like, oh, just shorter yeah. trailer. Oh, a clip? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, the the trailer for Arm of Thieves looks so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the some of the Marvel movies I'm really excited for. Obviously, Ant Man and the Lost Quantum Mania, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, and Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Oh, is the Marvels yeah. this year? Is the Marvels this year? Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. Yes. I'm excited for that one. Yeah. I'm excited uh, for the Marvels. Um, yeah. yes, Spider Verse Across the Spider Verse. Spider Verse. Spider Verse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm rooting for you, Aquaman of the Lost Kingdom. Um, I'm, I I, I love I, Aquaman. Like, I cannot believe that movie was supposed to come out. This month, I love and the it's first a year away, and then Shazam Two was supposed to come out this month. Yeah, and then originally this year, The Flash was supposed to come out this month. Like it's, last year, it's been so weird. Then yeah. James Cameron was like, "Yo, I'm releasing Avatar Two this month," and it was like, "Nope, three billion. That had nothing to do with it. What it was I is that Warner Brother was like, "We actually don't have enough money to put out anything else this year except for Black Adam." And don't worry, darling. And don't worry, darling. Mm-hmm. And look I how that did. I love Aquaman. I'm so I'm really excited about Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Mm-hmm. I think both of those were great films, Aquaman and Shazam. So I'm really yeah. hopeful that their sequels go over well and go mm-hmm. over strong. Yep, yep. 
strong enough, honestly, to be part of like not necessarily that it's it's too late in the game that it's going to be leading us to whatever the new direction is going to be, but like enough to keep those elements around. Aquaman yeah. made a billion dollars. Like I don't, I That's like true. <laughs> like people who say like the movie is like a flop, like y'all, like it's like they were the most profitable movie. Like, I know. What are you talking? I don't like it. I don't like it when people are like movies that make that make close to a billion are flops. Like once you hit a certain point, you're just profit. Even if even point. if it's not a good movie, like yo, you're hitting the bill. That's a bill. Yeah, <laughs> come on. You're at that point. You're just profit. There is no yeah. movie except Ab- until this until Avatar. Until Avatar. There is yeah. no movie that needed a billion dollars to break even. Jeez, Louise, Jimmy, um, come on, Jim. Until now. <laughs> um, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Hell yeah. Come on, guys. Oh. New Mission Impossible movie. We get to see five minutes of Dead Reckoning when we go see Avatar. Oh. Uh, you get to watch. Here's something that we have to do. That's going to watch all the Mission Impossible oh, movies. Oh, that's going to be so fun. It's going to be oh, great. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of my most anticipated and hopeful things is for like us to get our actual recording space set up and put Ben through like so many scary games. Uh, oh, my gosh. Well, also, there's a big F off TV in your living room. I'm really excited to watch the the, the, Mission, the Mission Impossible films on that. There's it comes a, out at you. That's true. There's a new uh, Godzilla movie coming out from Japan. Obviously, really excited about that. And mm-hmm, finally, mm-hmm. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, baby. Yeah. Indiana and Jones 5. It's not the only Indiana Jones content we'll be getting next and year. And the damn game, baby. Does have a game. Give me my Indiana Jones content. It's about to be a hot indie year. In my veins. H-I-Y, hot indie Broker year. through my veins. I'm excited. I guess all because I also read most of this anyway. <laughs> Doctor Who. Because <laughs> I'm going to watch Doctor Who next year. Yeah. I mean, that's in like... God, that is literally almost a year away. Uh, still. Yeah, do you guys November. do you guys think Spider Man Two the game comes out next year? No, yeah, oh yeah. They yeah. said that they said it will. Oh no, it, yeah. it, it's for sure. So that's so that's the, pretty anticipated. Yeah. At the Game Awards, didn't they say like, "Hey, God of War, great job." Spider Man Two just went year. up on wish list right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's like yeah. more of a. I'm not worried. About, like I am hyped for it, but that is one like I know that game's gonna be good. Kind of like Spider Verse, where I'm like yeah. I know that like I'm excited, but like right. it's hard for me to feel hyped for it because like it, it's like. Man, I know that's going to be a quantity. I and know we only have good. we only have the one teaser right now. I, I I'm really excited for the next trailer to drop when it whenever it does. They yeah. haven't they haven't said it uh, officially, but Loki season two. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We just talked about. I'm really, I'm really anticipating yeah. that, especially after Quantum Mania is out. Yeah. Oh yeah. I hope that here's the thing. This isn't anticipate anticipatory, but like the MCU Phase Four it is a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that next year sees Phase Five because most of most of not all of phase five is next year. It's just well the one year, right? It's just 2023. No, now it's stretched out to 2024. Pretty sure. Okay. Um, either way, I want to see the MCU get their act together, especially when it comes to the TV shows. I, I think we're still going to be a ways away from like seeing that full impact take place, mm-hmm. but I do hope we get there. I hope we're moving in that direction. I think because of things like she Hulk, we might be, yeah. but like it's going to take a little bit for what I'm going to call the Andor effect to hit <laughs> the MCU shows. I think it's going to take a beat the before next that happens. Show is what Secret Invasion. Yeah, well, like they haven't said that officially, but yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The next thing we know for sure is Ant Man and the Lost Quantum Mania. Yeah, yeah. But but all signs point to Secret Invasion is the next show, yeah. um, and that it's probably March. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, okay. Well, I got some wrap up stuff I want to do real quickly before we wrap it up. Get out of here. And um, just before that, chug, 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 no, no, no. You're no fun. Yeah. <laughs> like the discoloration. 
there are some things there are some things that I want to talk about next year. Oh, don't year. forget about your notes that you that were right here. Oh, thank you. I got you. you. I got you. <laughs> thank you. Um the next year, um, obviously there's there's a lot of things that we talked about this year that we wanted to do that we're gonna to push to next year. One of them is I hope I hope that we get to do a lot of the stuff such as a mission impossible uh thing, an mm-hmm. Indiana Jones thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um we want to rank all the phase four movies uh and shows. We want to rank phase four before I am in the Lost Quantumania. I hope we get a chance oh, to yeah, do yeah, that. Oh yeah yeah we could find time for that sure. Um that's in February I'm not gonna say it's definitely gonna happen before Ant Man the Lost but oh. it we'll do it. Oh we, we we want to try and do that and then hopefully we, we we get the chance to. Well um, I'd really like to have Mike on. Yeah for that. Yeah, I'd love to get Mike Mike on next year, uh, as well. Um, do maybe another trivia challenge. He mentioned he wanted to do a movie that we all really like. We're excited about. Um, hopefully, we get to do that. Dune. Yes, I I do. I, How did we get through the most anticipated for next year? And Ben did not bring up the Super Mario Brothers movie or the opening of the land because he it's it's just in his bones. At yeah, this point. it's it's in my bones. You it essentially you guys know already i mean how thirsty the listeners ben do they know yes do they feel it no ben i'm sorry emma i'm pretty (laughs) sure after we talked about the super mario Bros. movie trailer a few weeks ago yeah they know to be fair that's a damn good trailer did you see that clip yes oh yeah yeah Yeah, that man that's gonna be a good movie (laughs) i am yeah um let's go i'm stupid excited obviously for the land and for the, the film I one of the things I was actually about to mention is like one of the things I am really excited for is the opening for Super Nintendo World in Japan or excuse me in Hollywood. Japan has theirs, those lucky guys, and of course the new Super Mario Brothers movie coming out by Illumination. It just looks amazing. I'll go. I saw. I'm stupid ready for that. I'm super excited. Saw people using the clip they released as evidence of like, oh, this movie's gonna be real good, and hopefully the Sonic franchise will learn that they should put the video game music in the movies. You know what? Yes, because I've been. I was listening to the music. I'm like, oh my Rolling god! around like the speed. Yes, literally any of it. Like, yeah. there's so much. Mm-hmm. There's so much. Sonic fans really like Sonic music. You because should put the video Son- game music in the movies. Because fun fact, a lot of the times when even when the Sonic game is bad, the music is always fire. Sonic boom. He's not wrong. Obviously, thank uh, you. Sparks. I also want to see uh, more basement arcades. Um, I we we have been recording one. Uh, that is not a, only the first episode of Fireteam Elite is out. Mm-hmm. We have two banked. Uh, I'm excited to continue that game with you guys and pew, pew. Get, get those out. Um, I bought that expansion. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of really cool things that I want to do, that we that we all want to do, that I want to do, um, and hopefully get the chance to do them because I, I really like doing this thing. Um, I will tease some things because, you know, it's an end of the year thing. I'm allowed to do that. Whether If they happen... Who knows? But I'm teasing them anyway. Teasy tease. Um, conversation. This is happening. Conversation will be back next year. Um, I will get that second season out next year, even if it kills me. Well, I have half of it. Or I have half there are it. limits. I have it. I have half mm. of it recorded already. Well, there you go. I just have to finish recording mm-hmm. more episodes, um, and it will come, and it will, and it will be out. Um, Miscellaneous. Surprise, surprise, Mithelanius will probably return in some capacity, small capacity next year, and then we'll probably have more of an idea of what maybe we want to do with that show. And um, So that'd be kind of cool to, to finally get a more clear-cut idea, uh, image of what that show could be in the future. We should, I mean, did we do one for God of War on that show? I don't remember. We, we did. did the first God of War, yeah. Okay, we should. Yeah, you, yeah, you know. Yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've, we've talked about it, not to say what, what we're... It, it, it will probably be around... Uh, the i the, the hope is that it will be around when we review God of War Ragnarok because it will be tied into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and uh, uh, and then hopefully in the future we'll do something more with it because uh, that show's been off the air for a long time, and I'm really happy that we get to we get to get it back um, in some form. And then finally, I just want to say that we are hoping to do a show with Jeremy Vellucci. Uh, Jeremy Vellucci has been colla- has been collaborating. Oh, you're with us. you're going there? Yeah. Okay. Hopefully, again, look, this is the this is the place where we can say our dreams. And if it happens, it's great. If it doesn't, well, then it's still in the my dream to do a Pokemon line. Nuzlocke with Ben. Yes, do it. That's pretty good. Um, so Jeremy Lucci is a longtime collaborator with us, and we want to do something with him in a more in a more um, regular capacity, I guess you could say. Um, and hopefully, we get the chance to do that next year. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So yes, lots of stuff, lots lots of hopes for next year. Whether or not they happen or not, you know, it's it's no it's no big deal. Life happens. There's a pretty big life event happening in the beginning of next year for one of us it's true it's my birthday in january it's true it's his birthday in january only thing so (laughs) (laughs) all right nice (laughs) shin ultraman also comes out in january that's a good that's a good january uh it's a good january your birthday shin ultraman nothing else yeah totally no no weddings no no big things just gave it away you little bitch (laughs) (laughs) all right anyway yeah there's a lot going on uh Um, there's a lot of hope yes like Star Wars, uh, and of course, and, and fi- finally, I just want to say um, just one thing, uh, a couple more things, guys. Thank you, thank you to listeners, thank you to the watchers of this video. Um, we greatly appreciate all of your support over the year and the years that have followed, um, that have come. That's the word. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, we 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 would probably be no offense, we'd probably be here without you, but we're really glad that you're here. <laughs> True. I gotta. Th- I gotta talk to someone about this shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're 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 happy that we're still doing this. Um, in twenty twenty two, and we've been doing it for so so many years, and it's still fun, and it's still engaging. Um, yeah. This will be my wrap up now. How do I start this? You can find us on wrap it up. All sorts of things, guys. We do. A, if you want to support us, if you want to support us, um. Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. Thank you, and thank you three for doing this with me every year. Yeah. Um, thank you three for doing this, uh, for doing this crazy show with us, with, with me. Hundreds and thousands and thousands of hours together. Love it. Actually, probably close to a thousand hours at this probably point. More than yeah. more, more, okay, more, oh, more than well, yeah, just more than the podcast th- alone. It's more than a thousand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say it's like maybe like. Every episode's three to five hours. That's the one thing I knew I didn't want to go down when I was doing my interview. I was like, don't count the, don't count the hours. Oh, God. Don't oh, do that. Oh, God. Don't do that to yourself. That's, how, that's a fun thing. That's like, what, a six-hour Evangelion? <laughs> I'm going to tell it? you guys right now, you'll forget by then. When the 10-year rolls around and we play another game, it's going to be a question. Oh. Well, now you told me. I'll remember in four years. <laughs> We're going to be like counting all the hours. Lord. Uh, so yes, lots to look forward to in 2023. Even lots to look forward to uh, that we haven't recorded at the time of this recording, but are out by the time this is out. Um, we so much fun doing an Avatar: The Way of Water review with you guys. Yo, we definitely have opinions on that movie, yeah. don't we, guys? I thought it was. Insert opinion I, here. I also thought it was. Insert opinion here. <laughs> I thought it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna. Th- I was either gonna say mid, or you were like mid. <laughs> Wonderful. One of the two. Thank you guys for also for, for putting up with my weird. Thank you, Sparks, for indulging me when it came to this pilk idea. Look, look listen, 
we've had multiple people drink full cups of it, so it couldn't have been that bad. It's true. Um, all right, so let's get out of here. So the, the energy is the energy is so much fun in this uh, when we're together. We don't want to end, um, but we should because it is almost three hours long. Uh, like that's ever stopped us. Mm, well, <laughs> all right. So of course, you guys, uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. We greatly appreciate it. Um, you can find all of our shows. Uh, on this YouTube channel. If you like this video and you subscribe to this channel, if you want, if you're listening to this in audio, go to the YouTube channel, subscribe, check us out. Uh, there's plenty of stuff that you have not seen. Um, I, think I might actually, this is inside baseball, but whatever. I might think about doing an audio feed for Fickner's watch in the new year. Might be a good mm-hmm. idea. People. Hey, I listen to a Backlog lot of it. Yeah. I listen to a lot of people's opinions, audio, not audio. Even, we make, we make a lot of content about those TV shows. Not even like backlog it, but just like release it as they, as yeah, they yeah. come out. Yeah. Like, I mean, no, I, I know, but I'm saying like, uh, release everything. we've released. Oh, Maybe not. Do, that might be a lot. The servers um, would crash. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are more episodes of Victor's watch. Than there are episodes of the podcast. Um, we watch a lot of shows. All right. Um, so yeah, so of course, listeners, if you, uh, if, audio listeners if you want to subscribe to the patreon there's plenty of stuff that you haven't seen such as basement arcade uh and fitness watch those are both not on this uh not an audio at this point uh basement arcade will never be audio that's stupid um that'd be a weird show <laughs> wouldn't it i mean pause menu yes pause menu is audio yeah you subscribe to the audio subscribe to the other shows as well we greatly appreciate it. if you would uh like this uh give us a review and whatnot of course you can check out fitness watch as we mentioned there's fitness watch episodes we love doing fitness watch wonderful show uh, there's probably a Willow episode at this at this point or sometime Willow. after. Who knows? Um, so check out. So check that out. Uh, of course, we did Star Wars and we did all the Marvel shows. We've done all the Star Wars shows. We did Peacemaker. We did The Boys. We did Stranger Things. I went through it all earlier. Mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. need to do it again. It's true. But I will. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, you can also check out Basement Arcade, which is our video game Let's Play series where we go through a bunch of video games. Uh, currently, Mortal Kombat X. Mm, currently. <laughs> Maybe a new episode sometime in the new year. Maybe maybe we episode. just wrapped it up. Maybe we just wrapped it up. Who knows? Oh yeah. Maybe Ryan um, and I could finally finish Sonic Mania. <laughs> we can, let's, let's, let's talk. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I got a guy for that. I got a guy. For that. <laughs> you got a guy for that. <laughs> right. Back. Uh, you can also check out Basement Arcade Pause Menu, the award-winning Basement Arcade Pause Menu. Basement Arcade Pause Menu had a wonderful year this year, as well as as well as all the other shows. And I cannot wait to do more. Yes. Uh, more in the new year and more after we record this so you know there's a new episode check it out uh animation station and fake book club are also shows that we do um both of which didn't have any episodes this year and hopefully in the new year they will uh maybe there was an animation station episode maybe there was an animation station episode already who knows time it's wibbly wobbly did i say how many episodes in total we put out because i have that number it's 125 right yeah 125 what 125 episodes total hot dog this year that we put out yeah that makes sense yeah um there was a couple of months where we're like we were watching like multiple shows and i'm like yeah 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 but they were good. I, I remember but they were, but they honestly, were good. the star trek watch is really up that number for watch because i was doing that without you guys it's true so it's true that helped the schedule Bumping those numbers up um if you like to support us if you like to support any of those shows of course find them wherever you listen or watch podcasts uh, you can check out your cat is ready to kill me. Um, <laughs> of course, you could check out. He's looking, giving me the death glare. Um, she's giving me the. That's death just glare. Emma. Of course, you could also check out Fakner Podcast. Fakner Podcast is our mothership show, which is currently at this point on hiatus. There will not be a new episode by the time you by the time this episode goes up. Um, you can we talk about news, we talk about movies, we talk about uh, comic books, we talk about all sorts of things. Um, you can check that show out coming in the new year in January with a new episode where we do our top ten or our top fifteen. 
uh, however we want to do it, um, of 2022. That'll be the first episode of 2023 when that happens. So stay tuned for that. Um, The latest, the last episode we did Avatar, which it was weeks ago at this point. So I don't know if you want to go back and listen to that, but it was there. Um, And if you'd like to support us, what if it just been one week ago? Yeah, it's banned. One week. No, it's out now. Yeah, but like a week from. Oh, you're talking the point Avatar, we... Avatar, not Avatar Way of Water. No, Sorry. yeah, Avatar, Avatar. Got you, got you, got you. Let's um, talk about The Last Airbender. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which we definitely will never review. Um, I actually can't say that. I was, no, when that Netflix show comes out, bro, give me any excuse to watch that show. Give me any excuse. Or the, the, or the animated movie that comes to theaters. talking about the movie. Oh. I was talking about the live action movie. Oh. The, you mean the one that doesn't exist? M. Night Who? We might. I can't say that we'll never review that live action show. It's unlikely, but I know. But I can't gonna, say we we would never. But I do know we're finally gonna do a Super Mario Brothers commentary. It's gonna happen. Oh yeah, it's yeah. finally gonna happen. That's finally Super gonna Mario, happen. Super Mario Brothers commentary that you have been trying to get us to do for ages. Here's the thing. Years. Here's the thing. It, like I don't want to do it this way, but if we have to do it like remotely digitally, it is so. It has never been easier to watch movies with your friends. True. So like, you're getting that commentary. Yeah. I mean, come hell or high water, that's coming. Let's a go. So, Fake Nerd Podcast, of course, you can check that out. And, of course, you can support us financially if you'd like. Um, you can find us on Public with all sorts of shirts and Patreon. Look, I screwed up the Patreon this year. I had big plans for the Patreon this year. They, they didn't happen. Not my fault. Actually, it's not my fault. Um, but the two shirts that were supposed to be exclusively available on Patreon will be available on Public in the new year. Um, and, the, and, and the one person who did subscribe to the Patreon to get the, the first shirt will get that for free. I'm so sorry uh, that that happened the distributor the, the person who was supposed to make the shirts did not no distribution so uh we're going to go through t public and those shirts will those are great mike mentola designed shirts and they will be on t public they deserve to be seen they deserve to be bought mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. so you can check those out uh when those are up and if you like to support us financially you can of course subscribe to the patreon anyway there are some tiers there um if you guys just like us and of course you can also check out our t public to buy some shirts or you can find all these links to all of the shows uh, some of them have new. Uh, I updated the shows. Uh, we have a page for the Fickner family of podcasts uh, that family. has whether or not the show is active or not. Um, I've changed some of those, uh, so go check those out. Uh, you can find those on the on the website at ficknerpodcast.com. I have all my writings up there. Uh, you can find links to the Patreon of the T Public, which I mentioned, but that link for the for the website is in the description below. What else do I do? Fic- uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All at Fickner Podcast, Fickner at gmail.com. Thank you to Jeremy Vellucci for all the music that you heard tonight. Uh, I assume there was a new Christmas theme. No, it's the same one from last year. I assume there was a Christmas theme in the beginning of this episode. He made a good one. Ching, We're not ching, changing ching. it. And Mike Matola has done, who's we've mentioned actually on this episode, and uh, talked uh, and did and did some of our logos. Mike that, Matola. That one right there. That, that one right there. there. <laughs> Mike Matola on TikTok and Instagram. And Jeremy Vellucci is Jeremy Vellucci, Wreck of Time, because of his new band, Wreck of Time, his new, his new album with his band, Wreck of Time. Yes. The album is from Sand Part 2, and you should go check it out. Yes. Jeremy Vellucci, underscore Wreck of Time on Instagram, or his podcast, Suburban Proctologist, which we'll maybe have new episodes someday. Um, Yeah. Okay. Fickner Podcast, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, FickerGuys, gmail.com. I'm at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter, and you can find me writing for probably at this point CBR, uh, Media, dot com. That's where it is. Where I'm also serves where I also serve as editor of the website and atomicgeekdom.com, where I will continue my my revisiting the Infinity Saga series next year 
Uh, I'm sorry I didn't finish that this year, uh, but it will it will continue next year. Ryan? You could find me um, just learning about all the intricacies of the hot D at DJ Tony Snark 616. Happy holidays. Ben? You can find me exploring some brand new frontiers at Ben Mag 27 mm. Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can also find me writing for Old School Gamer Magazine, Fusion Gaming Magazine, and GoNintendo.com, as well as playing Mary Frankenstein in the podcast DN Dark. Mm-hmm. Sparks? You can find me frantically trying to edit all the things that we're trying to get out around this time period and in the near future at Sparks mm-hmm. Witty on Instagram and Twitter, S P A R K Z Witty. And that's pretty much all there is to say, friends. So subscribe to us here on the channel. And until next time, chug, 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 not happening. So stay fake. Hey, stay fake, nerds. This is the last time of the year I can say that. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Stay fake, nerds.